this. Friday on my day off, I'm going to be on this podcast, Random Millennial Thoughts. And he's yeah. like, oh my God, you fucking millennials. <laughs> With your podcast. I know. He's what like, I went about. to a podcast once and my daughter made me go and it was the boringest thing ever. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> His daughter made him go to a podcast? Yeah, he went to one with that guy from Without a Paddle, the blonde dude. I forget his name. The blonde guy. Uh, you know, there was the three of them. Dax Shepard? Yes. Dude, Dax. Dax? Yeah, Dax. Dax is the man. That's it. Yeah, I know. I was like, dude, that guy's cool as fuck. Yeah, dude, that Dax Shepard's makes, like, goat. I think if he made like a couple million off of a podcast. Oh, he so. has a pretty big podcast, yeah. Yeah. Well, so many people have podcasts. They went though. to one in Columbus, and it was like a live podcast. Like thing. a live taping of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Like this, but with an audience, I think. What's up, audience? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I like the aspect of just like the one-on-one conversation. And right. it'd be weird having an audience watch, have, Dude. It, have, us, have us go in depth on a conversation and people want to interject and clap and boo and... Oh, dude, if they know? started booing, <laughs> fuck you. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my show, dude. Exactly. Get the but fuck you, out, security. When you're like... You know, when they're just trolling online, like you don't even have to engage with that if you don't want to. Oh, no. You know, like you can pick and choose when you want to engage with the audience. When when they're just sitting right in front of you, you're getting that raw reaction right, right. in the moment. Right, right, for sure. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, dude. This is dope. Heck yeah. So we're live now, huh? Random millennial thoughts, man. It's just about keeping it, you know, I wanted the title to be like, the essence of the podcast i think and it doesn't perfect. tie you to any it doesn't tie me to anything it's you know perfect. i'll always be a millennial i always want to think and have thoughts and share thoughts and go deep into thoughts and just keep it random i don't want to be pigeonholed to like anything uh particular subject you know i love it the name is catchy it's well it could catch on i think thanks man. right I appreciate away that from the name it's one of those things like you're i was in the shower and it just hit me and i was like Cause you're thinking random thoughts, dude. And so many people call you a millennial nowadays, mm -hmm. <laughs> at least for me, when you work with people that are older than you, like I'm the youngest one and that's all I What's hear. What's the average me. age? I mean, I'm getting at? close to it. I'd say it's probably early thirties. Mm -hmm. So I'm approaching it 29 now. So I'm getting there, but I'm still the youngest by at least a year or two, you know, um, they've tried younger guys, you know, selling cars around in their early twenties and they just don't make it. I don't know. I think if I wouldn't have went to college, I don't think I'd have been able to sell at 21. All you want to do is fucking party, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think you made it? Like what about the college experience helps you uh, stick that job out? That's a great question. Um, money, <laughs> money. Yeah. I mean, if you're working it. a job, that's what you're there for. That's literally so you might as well it. try to maximize your profits. And once, and once you get that in your blood, like you can't stop. It's like a shark. Um, college, I was broke, dude. I was broke. I don't know if we could cuss. On yeah, you can cuss. Not. But uh, um, this is a open-ended podcast, bro. I was. Kent was the best four years of my life for sure, dude. It's good to be back in town. It, ooh, it feels weird just passing like Bob Evans, remember? And I was like slaving <laughs> away working in there. I hated that job. But uh, after college, I couldn't get a job nowhere. And then that dealership right down here in Kent hired me. Oh, nice. And then the Montrose Mazda yeah. gave it six months there. And uh, 
I hated it at the end. I should, I should go into more detail. The way I got hired was freaking crazy, bro. Like after school, you know, I worked at the, on campus paying my bills and they make you sign a year lease. And I graduated December on 12, 13, 14, just crazy. Um, I'll never forget that. That was the date. Um, that's cool. But it's uh, easy to remember. Yeah. Sometimes in job interviews and stuff, they ask you that. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's like yeah, 2013. It's like, something. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so I had a year lease. So I still had to finish like six months on my apartment and I didn't have any freaking money. My parents, I couldn't ask them for anything. So like uh, I just started applying and then uh, the dealership had me come out there and they had like 20 other guys in this room, a couple girls too probably like 15 guys, five chicks, um, at this round table. And we were all like, went through a week of interview dude. It was the craziest interview I've ever like been on where it's like a week long. You go every day at eight o'clock in the morning, work till like five and they just drill you with training questions. And at the end of every day they made cuts. It was like a dang TV (laughs) show, dude, fresh out of college. I was just trying to get paid. I had no money. And then I was like, young i was wearing like a suit and tie every day taking notes do they had this old guy up there talking about he was some sales trainer he'd give you training all day then you'd like take a little quiz test thing and then you'd meet with the gm and the used car manager and the new car manager every day and they cut people and cut people until i was always in there they're like all right we want you to come back tomorrow and then by the last day there was um three of us they Uh cut it down to three and then they hired three of us and I worked there for six months. I couldn't believe I made it. The youngest one there. They hired some older guys that had experience with me. And then six months in, they fired the manager I was working for, Jerry. Which I like Jerry. He was cool. He's been hitting me up on Instagram every now and again. Like, I need a salesman like you now. When are you going to come out and work for me? But maybe one day. Um and then they got a new manager and he was just like a dick every day. Like mm-hmm. one of them used car, like the kind of car people I don't want to be like. And he was like, at the end of one night, I was like, thanks for everything today, man. Have a good one. And at this time, like my lease had been up and I was like, screw this. I moved back home with my parents and I was driving back up here every day, like 40 minutes in the morning, 40 minutes at night, working 11 hours. And on one, like, I think it was a Saturday or something. He was like, after I told him, thanks for everything today, man. He was like, hey, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> like, just really weird shit. And he was just like a dick like that. And then I was just like walked out of there and I was like, I don't need this anymore. Right. And I just never went back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so and I thought thing, I'd never man. sell cars again. Yeah. I was like, screw this. Then I was at home broke, really bummed out. Like you missed college, no friends down back down there really anymore because everybody was from school. And I went to a job fair um, at one of the local community colleges, Kent Stark. And I ran into the GM of the dealership I work at now, Wakeham. And they were like, come in for an interview. And I fucking, I did it. I went in and then they didn't call me and I had to call them again. And then they had me interview twice and finally were like, I'll give you a shot. And then the rest is history. Somehow just made it to where I was at the top like every month or competing for like the top sales in the showroom I'm in. I don't know how, like I feel blessed. I really appreciate everyone that's ever worked with me. I just try to be different than I'm not like, I feel like I'm not your typical car salesman, you know? Well, you play to your strengths, and that's what you're supposed to do. 
Like your Definitely. strengths is communicating. Like you're a people person. Yeah, that's that's what you're I go a purebred people person. That's all I want to do. Like I don't even really mm-hmm. want to sell you a car. I do, but I don't. If that makes sense. Like you're I want to be your friends. Right. Exactly. I just want to have fun that day. And people want to. People want to help their friends. And we build up that friendship. Like, oh, yeah, add that on. Speaking of that, it's crazy how some people don't, though, dude. Like, your boys, you think we're your tightest friends, dude. Like, from high school and stuff. I'm not calling anybody out, but I'm just saying. I'll be scrolling through Facebook, and I'll have people that have bought two, three cars from me now that really I just met from being at the dealership. And now I'm super close with them, and they're awesome, cool people. But my friends who are like my boys, they come over on my birthday. I call them on theirs, you know what I mean? Wish them their kids happy birthday, but then I scroll through my feed and I see they got like, oh, I got a new truck from, and they, I'm like, <laughs> I just, I for bite sure. my lip and I'm like, man, congratulations. I'm happy for you, you know, but I'm just thinking like, damn, they didn't even call me, man. Like, help me out. <laughs> for sure, dude. But, That's you know, that at the same time, you know, not every single person you know is going to buy cars from yeah, you. Yeah, no. That's and, just the and wish. you know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But at the end of the day, if you're, putting yourself in a position where you can buy a house and that you do have really like sustainable income coming in on the monthly, you know, that's just a beautiful thing, yeah, man. I never it's, it's important to count your blessings and not, dude, o- I feel blessed every day. I'm that, thankful. You know? I never thought I'd be here. It, the last two months since I bought my house, I've been like, Holy shit, I made it. Like, yeah. My thing is I keep sitting there by myself looking at my phone, just, man, do I get to keep this, dude? Am I going to get to keep this, dude? How do I keep this? Because the bills just keep coming. Oh, yeah. It ain't no joke. And they're going to keep coming. They don't stop. They don't They don't care about COVID. They, they don't care about <laughs> nothing, dude. They, they want their money. <laughs> Shit. How was that? How was that buying a house during a pandemic? It's crazy. It was... Cr- Let me tell you this, too. It wouldn't be a real hardcore podcast if I didn't talk to... And then I get a letter in the mail from the Massillon City Taxes saying that I ain't paid city tax since like 2018. I didn't even know about that, bro. <laughs> Dude, I they'll come after how- you for that shit. Dude, it says in there mm-hmm. like, you know, pay this, file this like immediately or you're looking at like six months mm-hmm. confinement or some shit. And I'm like... Dude, nobody even told me that. I do my turbo tax and I pay everything I thought I was good. And nope. now it's like, I, I got I should have called that today before I came here. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> I'm going to get on that. That's the hardest part about buying a house because I guess my work doesn't take city taxes. I didn't know anything about that. I thought it was just you did your turbo tax and you were good. And now I got a. Not in Ohio, dude. Yeah, dude. I got hit with that. Rita, you know what Rita is? No. The regional income tax agency for Ohio. And because I worked in a different city that I lived in, uh-huh. I had to pay whichever one was higher. That's and confusing. They hit, dude, they hit they don't me make with that like, easy at all. They hit me with like a two, three or two or three grand uh, like deficit. Oh, I guarantee mine's going to look like that. And I was like, damn, well, here's my fucking tax return. Like, <laughs> dude, I know. And right now businesses <laughs> is not the greatest. There's COVID people out of work, people not buying stuff. And then what's that been hit. like for you as a car salesman? Are it's, people weird when they come buy cars? Are they so, like stay away or? Mm-hmm. Some people aren't coming out at all. Some yeah. people are trying to use their unemployment to as verifiable income, which doesn't <laughs> really work because you're not guaranteed it forever. The bank don't want to give you a loan, right? Um, 
when they think you don't have a job. If you're laid off, it's a little different. I can be like, they're going back to work, but I have to have a set day and a letter from your work saying you're going back to the, right. the bank just wants to know you're getting their money. Right. People don't understand when you come to a dealership, it's not me giving you the car. It's not the dealership. Like a bank is loaning you money to buy that. And you got to pay the bank back. You don't make the payments to the dealership, to myself, to anyone. Once you sign the papers, it's between you and the bank as far as the financing goes. And it's tough right now because the banks, yeah, the rates are super low because they're trying to help everybody they can, but it's harder to find. The It seems like the people that really need cars are the people that are hurting the most. They just don't have jobs and stuff like that, and they're laid off. And it's, I mean, it's sad. Like, I, I want to help It's a vicious people. cycle. Yeah. Ooh, it makes me stressed out just thinking about it. Yeah, man. And uh, it's not about to get any better for a while. So. Oh, dude, when do you think COVID's going away? Never, probably. I mean, it could go away eventually, but uh, it really depends. You like, know, it depends how many people end up taking the vaccine. If the vaccine, you gonna how, get it? How effective it is? Uh, you know, look, if enough people get it and it's good, then I don't see why not. But at the same time, like I'm a healthy person. You gonna? You're not gonna run you out know? and get it first time? No, I have no need to do that. I'm, I'm a healthy person. Like I. Did you get your flu shot? No. So I never. I had got one. my vitamin D every day. That's what I. And, and like just taking care of myself, like making sure I get all my essential minerals and vitamins in all the time. Right. And the, the first know. flu shot I got, I think, was when we moved into the dorms in college. Mm -hmm. Didn't we have to get a flu shot then or something? Yeah, I think that's the last time I got that it. That was the last one I had. And I just got one two weeks ago because I was What'd panicking, dude. Yeah. Panicking. Um, well, because the flu everyone around me started getting COVID. Like I started oh, shit. to know people that like, like they weren't like I wasn't in contact with them but people that i knew right that was when it started to get real like mm -hmm. at work it was very weird because at first they laid everybody else off but me and one other salesperson and we worked through covid they never shut down so i felt blessed to get asked to be one of the few that didn't get laid off luckily so um but that was a very eerie time like working with a mask on and yeah. nobody coming in nobody was there and it was covid was but then i, I didn't know anybody that had it so i was like is this yeah, it doesn't real? seem real. You know, it yeah. didn't seem real. And then as of recently, like people I see on Facebook that I know personally be like, man, I got COVID or, mm -hmm. and then like people at my work start to have COVID and I'm like, oh shit. And then like people at my brother's work and then I'm like this, okay, now I got to take it serious. So I panicked and I started taking it real serious. And I was like, man, maybe I need to at least get a flu shot. So you can't get like pneumonia and covid because i feel like that's how you die right well you get like another because i saw people getting the flu and covid or like covid brings on symptoms of another like it can well where covid is really deadly is if you already have underlying health issues right like heart disease so if you have heart disease you know my mom does anything that's dealing with the immune system it's it's not looking good nah bro sketch I but what are you doing that. to prevent, like, are you supplementing? Are you like, what kind of stuff are you doing to prevent you from getting sick outside? I of got the, flu, the shot. flu shot. That was it. And that was hell. Let me tell you what, dude. Yeah. Fuck First that. time I had one since college, my arm was hurting so bad. <laughs> I sound like a girl. Definitely a millennial thought here. I'm ah. in there, I get this shot in my arm and I'm holding it like this. And I'm like, ah, dude, <laughs> he's like, dude, you winced way harder than you should have. <laughs> I was like. Oh, you're done, dude. He's sitting down. And I'm like, oh my God, my arm's still on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so he sits down and starts asking me about cars and shit. 
And he's like, <laughs> you try to make a sale. Later on, I had to find. Yeah, I was trying to get a sale. No, Al. <laughs> That's I, uh, great. I. Uh, You're relentless, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. He sits down, but later on, he's like, yeah, I had to talk to you. Make sure you weren't having an allergic reaction. Maybe next time we should try it on the right arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, there might not be a next time. The craziest part was I got a tattoo on this arm, and it's an angel. And I took my shirt off, obviously. Uh-huh. And I looked down after it. He had stabbed the angel I got oh. in the head with the needle. Shit, dude. he looking for some bad karma with that. You can't be stabbing like, dude, angels. He couldn't have moved it to the left like an inch and not stuck the needle in the, oh. in the angel's Ouch. head. But, uh, yeah, dude, I just had, like, a fever for two days after right. it and really tired, and then I was good. But good. supplementing other than that flu shot, I haven't done nothing. That's why I got it. It was can, like... Can I give you some game? Yeah, please. Okay, so when it comes to COVID, especially, and it deals with the immune system, you really want to focus on three main supplements. The most important is vitamin D. Yeah, what's that? Vi- that's in vi- That's in, it's in the sun. You know, so you get it from the sun, but going into the winter... You're not going to get Can you eat vitamin D? Is that yeah. stupid? I'll show you. There's a little supplement. that It's like this big. And you want to get the ones with 5,000 IUs because those are, you know, the 1,000 right. ones aren't just like that strong. You need the 5,000. Wow. And then uh, zinc and vitamin zinc, C. Zinc. I take a zinc tablet every... I read somewhere Good. that that was important. So yeah. I bought like a bottle of zinc on Amazon yeah. one time when yeah. I was on this kick for vitamins and shit. I bought a bottle of that and I'll eat one. I try to eat it every day, but I'll forget. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let me make it easy for you. Okay. There is uh, this powder is called athletic greens and it essentially has all your vitamins and nutrients you need for the day. It's, it's just a powder. You put in eight ounces of water, shake it up. Do drink they sponsor it. this? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, they should. It would be dope they because should. it's a little expensive, but it's really beneficial. You just sold me, dude. So if you do that and take vitamin D and fish oil, you're set. You're, you're covering all your bases. And I've been doing that since all this COVID shit started. I haven't been sick. I went to a concert. I've gotten massages. Like I've, I've done things spread out, but I've definitely still had my fun because I took care of myself. You know? I've never been sick. I haven't either. been sick this whole time. I don't like get sick. I have like a well, really lucky. strong immune system. And when I do, it's really bad and I haven't been. So yeah, I'm going to be one of the coming, first man. to get that COVID thing though. You I thought about it. Ones? I was like, I got on the list. So I went to like, I knew this oh, you're girl official. from some, I sold a car to this girl uh-huh. and then she's kind of cute or whatnot. And, uh, hopefully she don't watch this. She, uh, works for a pharmacist it's like a privately owned thing so i hit her up one day and i was like can i get a flu shot i went in there and got a flu shot and then the guy he's like hey i'll tell her to put you on my list so we'll be one of the ones administering the covid vaccine and i'll have her call you whenever it comes in so you can be one of the first to get it or whatever so i was like you know what? I got to do it since the way I work, dude, it's like in front of new people every day. I just got to walk out on the car lot and greet somebody. I don't even know who they were around or whatever and kind of go from there. It's crazy. So I was like, if anyone's going to get a COVID shot, it should be people like me. Obviously the medical responders first and then the nursing homes. For but sure. Then, but people that are like working with the general public. need. I got to have it. Like that was clownish. You know, I lost my Samsung job when this all this shit hit. Oh, everybody did. A so lot of people. So. They call me back and they go, We're offering uh with a new company sixteen hours a week 
And I was like, bro, that and no health what's insurance. What's that going to pay? Yeah, I'm like, what's that going to pay? Like, you're just asking for people to get sick. Now, you they have no health Sprint? insurance. Uh, I work for Samsung. Samsung. Mm-hmm. Samsung. Got it. Yeah. So I was in like different Best Buys and stuff like that. That's freaking and, awesome. Uh, I mean, it was a good job while it lasted. <laughs> but now I'm happy. Selling? Be- like, like being it turned, like a Best it, Buy type thing? Uh, it turned into selling. So I was like a uh, third-party Samsung rep that would go into right. Best Buy. It started off us just doing demos, playing with the VR, stuff like that. And then throughout the years, because I worked there for like six years, and throughout time, it became more of a sales job for sure. Yeah. So then it was more like us keeping track. And Do you like sales? Just curious. It's it, weird, ain't it? It's tough. You know what, man? It's, a, it's like everything. It's a gift and a curse. It is. Like, dude, I met some cool people that I would probably never talk to in sales you know oh yeah like i would never just have this random conversation like i'm selling a phone and now we're transferring data and i'm just shooting the shit and like they end up being cool or you know like we started having some similarities or whatever yeah but then the the flip side of the coin is that you deal you know with lonely people you deal with psychotic people People call every day. They think you're your, they're your best friend. And that's yeah. where it gets weird, dude. Because uh, same mm-hmm. here. Like, people would come up to the store and think, like, I was just going to talk to them for two hours. And it's like, dude, I'm working. Like, I got quotas to meet. I'm trying to get this bonus. And, like, I want to give customers a good Me experience, too. right? Exactly. But there's a line between giving a customer a good experience yeah, and them just coming in thinking, like, we're here to hang out. Time management, number one. And it's, like, trying not to be rude to your loyal customers. Who, right. Yes, they bought from you two, three times. But then sure. they try to take up more of your time, like, when you need to move on to the next one and you're missing that opportunity, someone else is getting it. But I think wow, also it says to like your professionalism too, exactly. because like I learned how to deal with that really well where it's like, oh, yeah. like, man, I wish we could just hang out, but you know, it's kind of busy right now. So I got to move on. But if there's for anything sure. else I can do for you, let me know. I'll be around, yeah. you know, for like sure. learning how to, I think that job helped me podcast, you know, oh yeah, it helps me with <laughs> conversation and how to steer things, keep for things sure. going. Like where you got to be able to change, be in like, control. Sure. exactly you know and uh i think for all of us dude like your 20s you're just figuring shit out like you're in this weird place where dude. you're not like at your <laughs> let's talk parent- about that for yeah. a minute like you're, you're not at your you're not at your for- parents house anymore you're kind of like this adult making your own decisions but then like for us we were in school so we weren't like that working crazy we were just like going to class and yeah you know. i was though i worked all through college dude i don't know how the do? hell i did it I worked in the the campus hub or whatever the hell it was called in Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh huh. I started freshman year. It was Damon's Bar and Grill, uh-huh. and then, um, th- then it became what? No, it was Pizza Arena the first yeah, year. Yeah, dude. Pizza Arena. I remember that. I forgot about that one. It was only that for one <laughs> semester, freshman yeah, year. It did last too. Yeah, and then it became Damon's Bar and Grill for like a year, and then the last year like or two State it was Quaker Stick. That so, was hype too, dude. That was almost funner than going to class because the girls that I met in there, oh my god, bro, I don't regret that at all. Tell us about it. <laughs> what was her name? Dude? She was so perfect, bro. I fucked that one up. I my story with women is bad. I always be fucking it up. Why are you fucking it up? What do you I don't think, know. What do you think's the problem there? In college? No, just in general. Well, if I or, start yeah, with back in college too, in general, it just leads to, <laughs> it leads into it. College, uh-huh. I was all like super careful. Dude, now I look back and kids, dudes got 
three, four kids, I probably should have just been knocking up the hot ones. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of regret what? at least not having one kid now at this point. No. I'm almost 30. And I could have been like, damn, that's at least that's my baby mom. You know what I mean? You don't want that, Sam. Yeah, dude. Because I was here's the thing. Careful. You were broke. And you would probably oh, always be broke I if you had a kid. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. A hundred percent. I want a kid so bad, but yeah, like, dude. I don't but you've got to. If you want a kid, you have to. Yeah. There's a big issue with that. There's a big issue with a lot of people having kids not ready. There's a lot of kids having kids. Kids having kids. There's a the lot of scary. kids having kids. It's scary, dude. And you don't want to. I don't be think I could have a kid. Every girl I've been dating's had at least one kid. It's not. Ideal. Well, maybe that's maybe that's like a cycle you should break. I definitely know? that's why I'm here and I bought a house and I've just been staying in my own lane, going to work and chilling by myself. Got to get away from the chicks with kids. It's tough <laughs> once you get with in their 30s, dude. And I For love sure. me some single moms. Shout out For sure. to they, the single moms they do out a lot, there. You, know? you are loved. But, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you have had like a repeated pattern of mm-hmm. non-successful relationships with baby mamas. They just find me, mama. bro, too. I don't. That's my that's the number one problem. I don't go after the girls that I think I should. I like just feel like I feel requests. That's dude. so weird, because if you just had that like mindset that you do when you're selling cars, when you go to approach women. Oh, my God. It would, it would probably wait. It would way translate different. way different. Yeah. Because. Yeah. You're getting in your head, dude. Mm hmm. And I get caught up. The same thing we just talked about, dude, just blew my mind. Wasting your time with, you know, the wrong situations. Yep. That's what I've been doing. Whew. Wasting. Well, it's good that you have. Uh, learning from them, though. Like, I respect right. all of them. And I thank everyone, even the ones that got me beat up. You know what I mean? Like, it was a learning experience. I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for y'all. But Well, dude, you got the self-awareness to know that you uh, I know what needed I to have now. some time to yourself, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got to take that time for yourself. You'll figure it out, man. Yeah. Like you're not She's old. out there. You're no, not old. Not at all. We're like, think about it. Like, I feel like we have finally gotten to a place where we kind of know what we want to do, who we are. And it took us so long to get to that point, dude. You know? And I still and don't know starting. exactly what I want to do. I don't see myself as like a car salesman forever. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up a kid be like, what are you going to be when you grow up, Sam? I want to be a basketball player, a football, you know, not a car salesman, Right. but it's not like it's bad. I definitely enjoy it. I don't know if I could transition back to normal work, but I got to at least you get don't the have management. to, man. There's so much shit I'm you can get, do now. You need get, to do something yourself. Yeah, dude. I've been working on some websites and shit like that. Nice. Have you heard He's, of drop shipping? I've been thinking no, about put me on. You don't know nothing about drop shipping. I don't no. want to give out all my secrets on podcasts because this yeah, is my I get rich just uh, give me like a basic like what is it i'll just tell you straight up <laughs> nobody's gonna actually follow through with it probably um i found out a way to make money like when this covid stuff happened i was like dude i don't want to go to work risk my life how can i make money at home so i was watching a lot of youtube and you know chilling at the house in the clouds um but uh the drop shipping dude this guy on youtube was like make all this money from home basically you buy a product for somewhat cheap from Alibaba, AliExpress, one of the places in China that ship you a bunch and right. you make a dope looking store on Shopify or right. one item store and you sell one item. Like this dude on YouTube, he did strapless brawls, bro. And he made like, he had this apartment he was telling everybody, he's like, this is the one item that now he was selling like hair clips or massage things or like 
manscape shavers and shit. And, you know, I was thinking if I did like a car accessory, dude, like an accessory everyone needed for their, like something that would actually help people and be a deal, still undercut the main, but make sure it's a quality product, put my name on it. And everyone that gets a car and even doesn't get a car, I'm like, this is the one item you need in your car. Right. So I built the store and I got everything. It's like a, a freaking charger for your phone that's wireless bluetooth and a holder so it like sits up in your car charges nice. and everything hell yeah i just dude. haven't made it work and you don't have to touch nothing dude when somebody places an order it orders it from right. your supplier and ships it direct to the customer which is awesome so you can make i don't know say you're getting it for 12 bucks selling it for 20 you make eight bucks oh dude one. that's the way to do it like, I think so many people are looking at ways to get money from home and doing the resale business. That is the way. And, just to set it yeah. up and it runs itself. Um, you just want to make sure it's a quality product. I was worried. I didn't know how, re- like, tax returns. I wanted to set up an LLC first, and I just haven't got around to that. Because, really, I'm at the point to where mine is all built. I just got to add my, like, bank account information. And I don't know if I want the money to just go right into my bank account. Because then taxes is going to be a pain, dude. Well, they're going to get you regardless. But yeah. I would just open up another bank account and have that just be for the Yeah, because you business. could do it as a sole proprietor to start it. Mm-hmm. But then you're liable for... They could come after your house and stuff, I think. I don't know. That's what I, I was worried know. about. I was like, I don't want to get too far in this. I don't know what I'm doing. So, Well, it gets fishy, and you got to figure out the tax stuff because you're yeah. not going to get taxed through it all. But you know, those are all things that you can just figure out. That's drop shipping, though, dude. Look into it. Yeah. I just put somebody on. Hell yeah, Put me on that. The car guy, Sam. i like it dude well it's it's taking that uh taking the responsibility into your own hands you know taking your life into your own hands and like we have that opportunity we don't have to work at a job if we don't want to yeah dude that's my goal i would love to work for myself Mm -hmm. do graphic design and stuff like this too that is would be awesome i really want to get into that i've been writing some articles for this company out of um, California called Game Unwrapped too. Mm-hmm. Like I still heavy in the Xbox. Went to a couple gaming conventions out there, and then we use this website. We just but we don't make any money off of it right now. But we use it to look like we're media for the event. So like Pack West, we got media badges, and we get in Hell before yeah. like we skip the whole line. We're be like we're Game Unwrapped. That's great. It's, yeah, it looks super hyper legit, dude um gameunwrap.com check it out <laughs> you can see some of my articles on there so what uh like what extra access did you get being a media person you get to come in early so mm-hmm. everyone else has got to wait in line and they have like a press 15 minutes or 10 minutes five minutes before the booth actually opens to the public to the general admission Damn. so you get to skip the line to try everything and really talk to the devs and all the people working it sometimes it's the creators of this app or game and then you get a one-on-one with them because they think you're going to write an article about them or something like that. So it was freaking cool, dude. They they use it for E3 and everything like that to get in press passes at E3. Hopefully nobody watches this. We are legit. We're, ah. working, we're working on making money on it somehow. I mean, we're just trying to do what we love, gaming and Well, yeah, on the just do what edge. you love. The money will happen eventually, man. But you just got to keep doing what you love. Yeah. Because you have income coming some from somewhere else, you know? For sure. So For now. At, until you can figure out how to make income, same thing with the podcast. Like Until I can figure out how to make income just doing the podcast, then, you know, I'll work. Yeah, definitely got to. 
Investing's huge. I wish I would have got into Tesla at the beginning of the year when my friends were telling me, buy Tesla stock. Yeah. Do you see it now? It's that crazy. Was nasty. It's crazy. Even Bitcoin was back at 20 grand like last week. It dropped market, significantly man. already, but. The market goes up and it goes down, you know. I get scared with that kind of investing, but. Well, it's like you're never really winning or losing anything because it just goes up and down, up and down. Like if you never pull it out, then. Yeah. Then what is it really? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, I fucking love you. You do have to, <laughs> you do got to pull it out to make some money though in stocks for real. Right. Um, well, you got to play that game. Yeah. You know, and if you get on, on things early or if, if you see a big change coming, it's just, it's a wild game to play. I got a buddy that's really into stocks and Me he's, too. He's like, he's awesome. He's looking to uh, retire and like, dude, they got stupid money now. They, dude, he's making what I make a month just like by buying and selling stuff high and low, you know? Yeah. If you got that hustle ambition, man, you can just get online and just make a bunch of money. Just flipping stuff. Yeah. Garage selling and dude, garage selling ain't no joke. I want to do that soon. You know, hitting uh, places like Goodwill and TJ Maxx and all those in Burlington's. Just selling your old stuff you got at the house. Yeah, Like dude. this house I bought, this old lady left me cabinets and counters and a couch and shit. And I'm like, I want to sell it, dude. My mom's like, why didn't you just throw that away? And I'm like, because I could put that on Facebook Marketplace, have somebody pick it up for 50 bucks. Right. You know? I don't even got to move it. Yeah. Make money. What's, what's trash to you is someone else's treasure. It really is. You know? So, and then that DoorDash and Uber and stuff right now, if you're struggling... So many people are coming in to buy cars that are doing that. Oh, and they're making yeah. good money. A couple grand a month. If you want to hustle, yeah. If you want to so, hustle, it's really good. And especially if you're like, if you don't want people in your car and shit, like the DoorDash. DoorDash Uber is Eats, it. I order it every you know. day. I have the Dash Pass. That Same. and Spotify are probably the best $10 a month I spend. $9.99 for Spotify, $9.99 for the Dash Pass. You want me to give you, or I'll give you game offline about Spotify. But, uh, oh, yeah. That student stuff. No. Oh, okay. We'll no. talk. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, I was on the student thing for a while. And then, I don't know, I just stopped using that email and went to paying the nine ninety nine instead of 6 or 5 or 7 or whatever it is with the yeah. student. Yeah, man. I mean, it's cool because like back in the day, we were trying to have something like a Spotify, but it was always illegal. Oh, yeah. You know, but Dude. Spotify is just the legal version of Spotify Napster. is amazing. You know? <laughs> I love Apple. Like, I got Apple everything, but just I don't like Apple Music. I don't know why I'm weird. Some people like Apple Music. I'm stuck on Spotify. What I'm not a fan of is all this ex- exclusive content shit. Yeah, like, I feel like it's getting to the TV point. and everything. Oh, TV's the worst, man. Bro. I mean, there is now, like, NBC got their Peacock one, which is, like, the worst fucking name ever. Uh, <laughs> Apple TV's has, has their own stuff, and it's just Crazy. like, how many services do you have to buy? Dude, I'm paying 70 a month for YouTube TV right now. It's huh? insane. Sixty nine ninety nine. Never. But YouTube TV is awesome. I it can is. watch it on my phone and everything. Sure. But, what, but oh, you're probably watching football and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. why I bought it because it was Brown Steelers, and I was I had been for like two three years just using my Amazon Fire Stick with this. Yeah. Like free stuff, which it works, but it lags every now and again. I was like, dude, I can't handle this anymore. I'm signing up for YouTube TV and watch the game, and then I've just kept it. So. But I'll, that'll be the first thing to go when it gets tight. Uh, <laughs> Seventy bucks for that, dude. Yeah, I like I like getting the uh, YouTube Premium. 
I don't know what that is. That's just no commercial YouTube. No commercials. Right? And you can like download stuff into the app. So if you're not going to have internet going Got out to the it. woods, you can keep so it on the app. So you can watch it. That's clutch. Mm-hmm. I've heard. But the no ads is beautiful. Dude. Because the ads like hurt my brain. Dude, I hate ads. I, I pay extra for I'm everything doing. for no ads, dude. Yeah. I'll be watching something and then an ad will come on and I'll start doing something else. And I'll forget I was watching. Oh, shit. Forget what I was watching. And this new iPhone, dude, is touchy. I know you're not letting it go. 12, like I'm about to rob it or something. Pro Max, dude. <laughs> I hadn't upgraded since an iPhone 7, dude. So uh-huh. it was definitely due time. So this is the new one? Yeah, brand new. I 12 it. Max? It comes out, yeah. Nice. I pre-ordered it off the website. What do you think? It's awesome, bro. Coming from a 7. The battery life is insane. Yeah. Dude, it lasts like almost two days. I over a day it. and a half on one charge. And that's heavy use. I was testing it. Like, I don't really play mobile games, but I downloaded one just so I could test the battery life. And I'd play it for like an hour and just see. And it lasted almost two days. The day. I had heavy music listening. Spotify, probably three, four hours. An hour of gaming. Heavy calling. And then I'm talking scrolling probably six hours a day, dude. <laughs> Well, you can look at the well-being setting. It'll yeah, like actually that was one of the things down. is 100%. You say you should check that as soon as you take it out of the box. Check because if for some reason you get a new one, and it's only at like 98% or something. You got to do like defective one. But uh, yeah, dude, dope. Not I don't know if it's worth like $1,300. but <laughs> It's a little pricey. But that's how it. that's I'm how the bigger phones are now. Yeah. You know, the batteries are great, but they're just way pricier. I've never had one this big, so it's kind of weird, like, in the car trying to reach, like, I'm about wrecking, trying to switch a song or something like that. So but, you're an iPhone guy. Yeah. So I remember back in the day, you had that YouTube video of the uh, Dude. Apple versus Android. <laughs> you remember that? Dude. Holy shit. All I remember from that video is, like... <laughs> At the end, you're like, my videos suck. Like, no one's watching that, Dude, I had a giant hickey on my neck in the one, dude. And I was with my girlfriend from college. That's my biggest mistake of college was dating the same girl through college. (laughs) I forgot about that part, too. That's the number one mistake because we broke up right at graduation. And, like, huge mistake. But, uh... I had a hickey on my neck and I was doing... That's when I started doing vlogging or whatever. And I was, like, talking. I was, like... Somebody left in the comments, what happened to your neck? And I was like, <laughs> I got shot with a paintball in the neck, dude. Oh, shit. I was like an Ashley paintball, dude. It was so <laughs> retarded, dude. Oh, my God. They're Good cringy times. to watch now, though. Cring- but that has a ton of views, dude. I can't replicate like how, how that got so many views. Because it's funny, dude. Like, I made, that's what like, I'm saying. You're naturally funny. That had like 10,000 views. I was like, what? Holy shit. I made really? one. One had like another one had like 10,000. It was a... I was like super young, dude, before my parents were broke growing up. So I didn't have like PS2 or anything. I had Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. And I was like playing the old Call of Duty on Nintendo Wii. And I made a YouTube video because for a Nintendo, you had to share your friend code. And I was like, my Wii friend code? <laughs> the dumbest fucking shit ever, dude. And that one had like 10,000 views <laughs> of people like watching it, writing my friend code. That's, that's my most viewed video. What was your code? I fuck if I know. It was like 12 <laughs> digits long, like a freaking credit card number, dude. <laughs> Like, I just played it on the screen, and I had, like, this stupid music playing that I made, like, again, when I was, like, 14 or 16 or something like that. And, uh, dude, you got to get back on the YouTube videos, man. Dude, you I just was need trying. Commentary. You'd be great for podcasting. Slam Beats TV. I would, I would listen to your podcast. Right? Dude. Shit. The co-host is here, dude. <laughs> you, got a, you probably got a mic at the house. Oh, I do. Probably mm-hmm. got a mic and a I want to set up a stream room in my, something like this, in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I'm going to have that going. Get a, yeah, man. Try I'm to get a spot to, with no windows, a couple lights, and you're good to go. Yeah. I want the Alex drawers off Ikea. Them things are awesome. Build yeah. your own DIY desk. But, dude, we live in Ohio, and I can't order them. It's $99 shipping, and it won't. they won't even ship right now because they're, like, low in... Well, you're going to have to go to Columbus for shit like that. Or PA. They got it in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh's closer. Uh, yeah, probably about. But uh, I'll have time. that. And then run the Ethernet cord to my bedroom, but I can't figure out how to get it up there yet. <laughs> I had an electric company come the other day, and they quoted me like $1,100 to run an Ethernet cord upstairs. I was like, ah, I'm going to figure that out on my own, dude. Yeah, you could figure that out for sure. I think they're, everybody's quoting real high because of COVID. Like it seemed ridiculous. I had I got a quote on my kitchen and the guy quoted me twenty grand. <laughs> I was like, dude, I just want the cabinets resurfaced, dude. And well, like, you, if you do it yourself, you're gonna save a ton of money. Yeah. Speaking of millennial thoughts, that new millennial thing they're doing, dude, epoxy the countertops, dude. That shit looks awesome, dude. I don't know if you What is it? Epoxy? I don't know how they do it. They put like epoxy on your countertops and make it look like marble. Oh, okay. It's freaking crazy. And you can do like your floor, an epoxy. Like I want to do my garage floor epoxied. Look like <laughs> a damn marble fucking garage. You drive up in my garage and I got uh, LED RGBs around the fucking floor with epoxied marble looking garage, dude. That's some pimped out shit right dude, there. Come through, ladies. That's great. <laughs> the house great, is lit. Dude. But uh, sorry, I keep getting off track. There is no track to get off on, man. Trying to give these people something to look up, dude. If you're watching this, dude, you got a bunch to look up now. For sure, man. You're fucking... Bring some of those views over. Some of those big views over. Yeah, dude. That's so funny, dude. It's crazy how those videos were up for like so long. They're still up, but I'm not going to tell you how to find them. Because I thought about taking some of them down. I started a new YouTube thing when I was unemployed, too. During COVID. So I left car sales for a year to take a job selling software at the software company because I thought that's what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Like my buddies, they created a software company out of the sticks of Tusky Valley. And um, they were like, we want you to join our sales team. I did it for a year. It didn't. They cut the product because we were a tiny little like less than 40 person company competing with Google and Apple Classroom making like K-12 ed tech software. So they moved over to hardware for Bitcoin mining machines and cut the in-house sales team, went back to an online store, which kind of sucked. I thought it was like, that's my career job. Yes, I'm out of selling cars. So I went back to selling cars. But um, where was I going with that? During that time, I wrote out like unemployment before I went back to selling cars. I was like, I'm going to find something else, dude. I applied for a bunch of jobs. I got offers, but they're like, man, I can't take 30, 40 grand a year. That's nothing. Right. I mean, I can't even pay my rent. So I didn't take any of those jobs. Um, and while I was doing that, I started streaming. I, Mixer was huge. Dude, I did the video game streaming for a while till it got weird when little kids were like watching my, cause I was doing Minecraft to get the most views. <laughs> Dude, Minecraft got stupid views. I'd play Call of Duty or Madden or something, and I wouldn't get barely like, I'd get like 50. I started streaming Minecraft, and I have like 100 kids in there every day. Like, when, when are you streaming again? And I started Just getting, watching you play video games? Minecraft, dude. Crazy. Like, if at some time I created a, a realm where I let them, the people watching, join in and build whatever the hell they wanted, and uh-huh. they built like elaborate shit in my world. I still have that world. But where I was going with this was the kids would be like, okay, we're going to donate because I had that all set up. And then I'd get a donation and I'd check my PayPal and it would not be the kid's name. It would be like some woman's name. 
So I was like, these kids are like stealing their mom's credit card. Oh, yeah. Giving me $10. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep at night. I was like talking to these little kids. I was like, go donate. Dude, That's everybody that donates gets to join my stream. And I'd go <laughs> home and I'd make $20. And I'd have like donations from like Cynthia Roberts or like Genevieve or I don't even know these Dude, old women hilarious. names. <laughs> and I was like, Dude. I'd ask him about it and I'd be like, what, what's your name? Like on stream, don't really say your last name or whatever, but I just try to figure out like if they're, you know what they are. And I'd find out they're like some kid and I'd be like, dude, this is not adding up. And then I realized I was like, dude, I can't be like, you know, can you send the money back? Can you like, I mean, I probably could have, I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I kept it all. And, uh, it wasn't a lot. I made less than I needed. For sure. to well, that's taxes. a big problem, man. You can't give your kids access to the credit card. Yeah, especially so if it's I saved bad. on the internet. So I quit streaming. Mixer died, and then I did YouTube, Slam Beats TV, and I made some like unboxing videos and stuff like that. I was trying, but they didn't come out the gr- as much as I would like to. Well, you got to keep doing them, man. Exactly. I got to get back in. I need a setup and just some good content. Yeah, man. It's doable. It is. You know. I mean, shit. I wasn't doing this a year ago. And uh well, who yeah. who gives you the most influence? You like Joe Rogan? Isn't his podcast? I mean, amazing? Rogan's definitely like the first podcast I fell in love with for sure. And I would say compared to anyone else, like it'd be like a Rogan. Do you know who uh, Andrew Schultz is? Mm-hmm. There's like Flavor and Two and Brilliant Idiots and all that. Like that kind of setup where it's like free form, but like look, we're we're comfortable, we're kicking it. We got fucking Salt lamps changing colors. Salt lamps are awesome. Like a good vibe and like, like people are just hanging out, listening to us, being part of the conversation. Yeah, the last girl that left me, (laughs) who dipped my apartment, she left me with all them bills I was telling you about earlier. She did leave a salt lamp though, and I got that at my house now. Hey man, they're nice. Dope ass salt lamp. They're nice. I love the salt lamp. I wanted to get a bigger one, but uh, I thought this one was going to be a lot bigger. But here we are. The one I got is like. Super yeah. tall, but it don't light up. It's got the spot for the light. I think she might have broke it. But yeah, you can replace that. Supposedly, it lets off some good vibes or That's whatever. That's what it's supposed to do, yeah. Um, my other big memory of you from back in the day. Let's hear it. We're out the bars in Kent. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, we got, like, plastered. Always. And uh, there was, like, a, a news... Not a news crew. It was, like, students with a camera and a microphone. Remember, oh they came to interview Oh, my God, us, dude. Bro? I forgot about <laughs> Hold on, tell me this story. I gotta, and so they had, I don't even remember what they asked you, dude, but you're just like, <laughs> bitch, I'm on Mars. <laughs> no, I don't remember this at all. Really. Dude, it was hilarious. Like O'Neill ran down the entire Franklin block. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the funniest night, dude. Somebody interviewed me and I was like, bitch, I'm on Mars. Yeah, they were walking around with a like know. a. Like those old cameras, yeah, those dude, big ass, big ass ones with the, the light and shit, and like the microphone was hooked up to On the a camera, yeah, and all that. The whole setup, and uh, they're just interviewing drunk idiots like us at like one a.m. Yeah, I remember making the Daily Kent Stater the one time out skateboarding, probably like super stoned. All I did in college was get stoned. Probably a bad <laughs> idea, but uh, did you graduate? I did. Good. Triple minor, dude. Triple minor. <laughs> bro, I got three minors, bro. Wait, you got to explain this thing? to me. So you, you didn't graduate with a major? You had three minors? No, I, I had a major and three minors. Damn. How long were you in school for? It's just the four years. Oh. 
But like somehow so, I only needed like one class to get a minor, two classes to get two minors, and then three classes to get <laughs> three minors. My guidance counselor told me because it was like senior year and they were like, what classes do you want to take? And I was like, I don't know. What do I need to take? And they're like, you only need like one more and that you have all your prerequisites done. You just got to take like electives. She was like, you could take like wine tasting and like Adam's. Oh, nice. I was like, I could taste wine tonight. Like I don't need to go to freaking. <laughs> in retrospect, dude, the women that were at the wine tasting shit, I should have took wine tasting, bro. Probably would have got met somebody. But uh, so dude, I. That's took, amazing. I so took you were just classes getting, to take You were just minors. getting fried as shit, and you ended up with three minors and a major. Yeah, I majored in communication studies with the concentration of applied communications. Then I have a minor in interpersonal communication public communication and something else communication i think it's like uh intercultural or something something like that one of them so i never know how to even explain that when i i people just want to see that you graduated Mm -hmm. i even went back to school dude while i was unemployed doing the youtube shit i went back to stark state for computer science and i've been trying to build my own app like i really want to freaking write code Mm-hmm. I like like just diving in, writing code, and uh, I've been working on an app with a couple of my buddies. Although we're kind of dead right now because of COVID, we don't meet up anymore and talk about it. So it's let me guys get this video call. What? Yeah, this I know we should. Call. Like when I need help with this stuff, I'll hit up Roberts. We we'll get on the video it's call. Roberts, just... dude, I miss Roberts. I watched his episode. He's nice. doing good, dude. I loved Roberts's episode. That was. One of my favorite ones for sure. Because I just love the way he thinks, you know? Dude, I Roberts remember, is like, a unique individual. I like him. He's so intelligent. For sure, dude. His perspective on things is really real, dude. He's a whole vibe in himself. I remember like living with him and just watching his passion for music. Dude, his passion for me. He's you so know? talented. And so I, I remember thinking like, man, I, I want to find something that I'm that passionate about. I remember. Like so- that you'd be willing to spend 10, 12, 14 hours a day just working on it. I just remember just being like amazed by that dude. I just be around him and be like, dude, this guy's going to make it, dude. I oh, can't believe sure. he hasn't blown up yet either. I mean, he's doing very well. He's doing he's doing what you're supposed to do, man. He is. He's putting his hands in a bunch of different A bunch pots. of stuff and he's going to he's going places, you know, man. He's got a different Keep working, bro, if you listen to this. He got a couple different uh types of music he's working on. He's got his photography stuff he's working on. I mean, he's doing it up. And uh yeah, dude, I, I love talking to people like that, you know, people that think differently. I, I love like his perspective on life. Like you should try doing a bunch of different stuff. And then w- as you get older, you know, you just finite those things down to just what you really love to do. Yeah. It's about happiness, dude. And dude, like, I think happiness is happiness. like, it's waking up every day, like wanting to live your day. It's right. not necessarily how much money you have in the bank. It's not necessarily about, you know. How bad your chick is and stuff like that. It's about waking up. Because even when you have the money, it is more money, more problems. I'm telling you. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, dude. I'm, I've been doing very well. So like, I've been making more money than I ever thought I'd ever make in my life. And it's, I mean, you're not really any happier. It numbs the pain and all that stuff. But like. It doesn't help you figure anything out. And most of the stuff about when you get money, nobody's taught you. <laughs> like the taxes right. shit, nobody taught me about any of that stuff. Like 
I come from a family where my dad just works all day. You know what I mean? And then he comes home and has a beer and then he works more. He just mows the grass, does this and that. He doesn't like invest. And this is no disrespect at all. Like if it wasn't for my parents, I wouldn't be where I am. But like, you gotta, you gotta want more than them because they're not, it's not going to take me to the next level to be like them. You know mm. what I mean? I, I read a powerful quote the other day and it was like, if you don't come from money, make sure money comes from you. Or like, if you don't come from a rich family, make sure a rich family comes from you. Yeah. So that's what I'm on, you know, well, my it brings, future kids. It brings that comfort, that comfortability, knowing that you're taken care of, but it's not going to bring you full happiness. No, not at all. You know, it's good that you like have money to pay your bills and have food and have a place to live. But like after a certain point, you keep buying more houses and more cars and Shit more you bullshit. Don't need. You're, yeah, you're not going to be happy. It really, and it feels crazy to give back. I don't know how to put it. Like, to actually be able to, to give back to, like, to help people out, like your parents who've helped you get where you are. And so you cut them a check, you know. Yeah, hey, dude. man, let me grab y'all lunch today or whoever. Like, my coworkers, sometimes I try to grab lunch for them. Yeah, or, it feels good not to worry. Know. For sure. Because a lot of people worry, man. A lot of people worry about where that next meal is coming from. Dude, I still worry. My mom tells me all the time, Sam, I wish you didn't worry about money so much. And I'm like, well, mom, I ain't got nobody to ask for help. Like, I'm not asking y'all for help when I can't pay the bills. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel that pressure. So, yeah. Well, it's a good mentality to have, man. Get money, but think broke. Yeah, definitely think broke. And save (laughs) as much as you can. Save. You think you should spend that? Put that in a savings account. I'm telling you. For sure, have that security blanket. I mean, with all this stuff going on, I, I don't know what we would do without a security blanket. You know, dude. Yeah, I couldn't sleep at night if Me I didn't either. have so much in my bank account. Like I can't sleep, dude. It stresses me out. So like I gotta have a certain number in my account, and I won't go under it. Like, I'll be like, I'm broke. I'm not spending any more money. But I, I got money, but. I'm not touching it until right. it's like emergency fund. Cause I feel like I don't have anyone that I can ask. Like I feel, and you don't want to ask either. Like I don't uh, want to ever have to ask. But you don't want to ask people for money, but you should ask people for advice. For sure. You know, and especially people that are doing well. Mm-hmm. Just be like, look, man, I got money in savings. I don't know what to do with it. Cause I don't think you should necessarily keep uh, like, I agree to a certain point, have that nest egg for comfortability, but then with the rest of that money, start investing it for sure. You know, start th- throwing it around. So that's your money's why I was making touching money. on stocks and stuff yeah. earlier, dude. Stop. You can do it, man. Oh, for sure. I mean, just think about things that are up and coming and I things tr- that are going to be essential. Yeah. I tried a CD last year and mm-hmm. I won't recommend that ever again. I was like, why? this is safe. So I put a bunch of money in a CD uh-huh. and they told me, Oh, you're going to make this much money. And then I get, Dude, a year, it was like a year and six months or something like that. Later, I get my money back. I made like $100. I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? And she's like, yeah, well, the market, I, th- I was like, I thought you said I was going to make like 900 12 to $1,200. And they're like, well, that was the way the market was when you put your money in here and the market changed and all this. And I made like nothing. And the whole time you can't touch your money or you take it out at a penalty. Right. CD is a joke. <laughs> I would never put my money in a CD again. You're better off just, you know, buying yard sale items and flipping it or something. Yeah, dude. Just so. have that. And you have like that human to human interaction too. When you're on that stock shit, like yeah. you're just on your phone, just throwing money here, taking it out here. It's, yeah. 
Like it's cool having that interpersonal interaction. And I think we're going to start really valuing that because real estate, too. you know, the, or real estate. Yeah. Real estate. A good I hope the human to. interaction doesn't go away either though. Cause then my industry is done for selling cars. Cause like Carvana and shit, a lot of stuff would be done, man. You know, like our job is a gig based economy. People, you know, you're a waiter or you're in sales or like you're always providing like this gig, this service. Right. You know, for the vast majority of people in our country. We should go jobs. back to the, so the bitch I'm on Mars back in Kent. <laughs> dude, the last thing I remember is our corny song, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was like, bring oh, that dude, I too. hope he doesn't have it like queued up. And like, <laughs> when I, ah! in, like I was literally thinking like, oh shit, he's going to like play the song. And the no. I was like, ah, no, there's a copyright issue. With that one? No, I'm bullshit. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, I didn't even know that. But uh, <laughs> No, I, I don't even know who has. I mean, Roberts would probably be the only one that would have I it. have a copy of it on like, my Wasn't that fun, computer, though? I think. Dude, that was... I love making music, around, too. making music, too. I yeah. still love like making beats. Dude, that was mad fun. Dude, I haven't made a song that, in forever. I was retarded that day we recorded the song, <laughs> though. So that's why I was like, don't play it, bro. Like That is like one of my worst <laughs> ones, dude. Well, because you're like... I was like, we'll come with something. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to go in there and freestyle. Yeah, like, that's and all I, you, Then dude. we just got fucked up and I tried to freestyle and it <laughs> sounds like I'm just like... Da, da, da. I remember you're like slam beats <laughs> from the motherfucking East. Slam <laughs> dude, beats. It, it's, I mean, it flows okay. It's it not flows horrible, well. I was, it was great. I liked it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's not bad. Like, I, I would have... I mean, yeah, it's not my best. That's all I'll say. And just our context of the song, like... Was not like one I'd like to show my mom. You know what I mean? It was like it was just dumb college kids in a. It basement really beat. was like it was never Party intended to like day. go out into the world. Nah, you but know? it was a, definitely a fun release. It's just a fun time, dude. That was a great time. Just having like I love that house so much, dude. That I house wish we was could great. go back, dude. How the fuck are we here? The years went so fast. It does, man. You know, it's about to be twenty twenty one. I graduated in thirteen. It's been yeah, you're years thirty now, huh? I'll be th I'll be thirty in a couple months, yeah. Dang, dude, that's what I'm afraid of. I'll be there. Why? I don't know. Thirty's thirty's great, dude. I'm so excited for thirty. Ooh, cause think about it. From one to ten, let's go decades. Right. One to ten, moron, right? You don't yeah. know shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, just, just, you're just trying to walk. Yeah, you're just falling the bouncing ball. Yeah, someone's feeding you and shit. For it's, sure. You're useless. Ten to twenty. You got puberty. You got the hormones. You're you're dealing. Still don't with know new, what the hell you're doing. You're dealing with new social interactions. It's getting weird. And then twenty to thirty, I feel like you really get to figure out what you are at your core. It's like they took the training wheels off. Exactly. And by the time I get to thirty, I'm at thirty now. I feel like I'm going into a career path that I've been wanting to go into. I got the podcast up and running. Like I know from a business and like career standpoint what I'm trying to do. I got my boo. I got my dog. I like, know. You got it all. Roll, I'm jealous, you know? bro. Where the hell's mine? At? <laughs> it ain't about, it's not even about that though, man. It's just like, it all happens in due time. Oh, and for, for sure. me, it's when I give up. When I really, really give up, that's when everything hits. Yeah. I gave up on women. She showed up at my front door. No shit. Fuck. I give up. <laughs> I, I, gave I just up. gave up right here. You heard it first. Dude. I gave up moving RMT. to Columbus and a week later, I'm getting an offer to work in the cannabis industry in Columbus. It's like, dude, tell me about that industry real quick. If we can go into yeah, it, let's get into it. So I, so for y'all too, this is the announcement then we'll do it with uh slam beats. Slam out here. beats, baby. Motherfucking beast. <laughs> uh, so 
we moved the studio downstairs. We're going to move the studio again because we're moving to Columbus. I'll be working in the uh, – it's called the Cleveland School of Cannabis, uh, but it's in the Columbus location. And it's the only state-certified school that you can go and, you know, get a degree, get a certificate uh, in cannabis. So if you need to have experience on your resume, there's really nowhere else you can go in Ohio to do that outside of just getting a job. But a lot of places aren't going to give you a job if you don't have experience. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new challenge. And, like, my job is going to be networking and helping so, students coming up. I'm going to be talking to dispensaries. Like, so I'm, I'm going to know people in those will, positions and the whole nine yards. Will you have your degree at some point? Will you get one? Or will you just um, be working there? I'd rather just work gotcha. for now because, like, in that job, like, for myself, right, I'm 30. I got a college degree. I don't know if I necessarily need to get a, a, another degree if I already have experience in the field. Yeah. And, you know, like, just like you, man, like, I can talk to people. And, like, that's going to be my job there is helping students and then talking to dispensaries. So I'm going to know the people that are going into those positions. I'm going to build up relationships with dispensaries across the United States. And that will, I think, lead me to something else, you know, at some point. And it's just, it just feels like you got to listen to your gut. You got to listen to when the universe is giving you direction. Amen. And I just feel like this is my next step. Hell yeah. I'm and happy it, for you, bro. it's taking me where That's I'm going, awesome. you know? Yeah. You deserve it, man. You're going to kill it. I appreciate it. it. You too, dude. And I'm proud uh, of you. I'm proud that you got a house. You got a good job. Like, you're doing it up, man. crazy, dude. You know? I know. Did we I just got to get you off of these like, baby mamas. Am I going to get to keep in good it? Shape. <laughs> Right, dude. That's honestly how I got to where I'm at. But I don't know. On the personal side, man. But you're going to live and you're going to learn, man. And that's the other thing, too, dude. During your 20s to 30, you should be fucking up. You know? That's what I said. It's like your training wheels are off. And it's like if you fall down, you got to get the heck back up again. You do now. Because your parents are going to, you know what I'm saying? There ain't nobody to to save you, dude. Yeah, that's the craziest part, but it's also the most freeing part. Like, yeah. oh my God, I got me. You know what yeah. I mean? At the end of the day, like, I got me. I don't need nobody else. That's the hard part about letting somebody else back in, dude, because then, oh man, I'd be feeling all crushed and shit. <laughs> Whenever well, the, It's hard to put yourself so out there, I don't dude. even. And if it, it doesn't is. work out, it sucks. It does. But if Especially it works out, Especially when they great. go back to their ex. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> what the fuck? That dude is that trash. Personal. All right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, it's all a learning experience, dude. And we're all on our journey. Yeah. And uh, you'll find, dude, you'll find a good girl. And then I want to just happen. stay on here. I want to box Logan Paul. <laughs> just to ch- throw that out there a little bit. That might be a long Logan shot. Logan Paul, but, hey, I got you, dude. There, you know? RMT will sponsor it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go off our podcast versus yours, dude. Logan Paul, shots fired. Logan Paul. He would beat my ass, but yeah. I would take that check. Dude. That's how I feel when I talk shit because I love basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I talk shit about basketball, it's just like I'm talking shit, but like all these people are just. I can't me talk shit court. about anything, dude. Like my line on my Tinder bio, like I'm sad to say I have one of them, but like is like I heard you're looking for a bad, a bad boy. Well, I'm bad at everything. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> so how does that translate dude, to success on Tinder? <laughs> Dude, my Tinder game is impeccable. Um, I feel like I might be a sex addict, dude. I don't know, because I just meet girls on Tinder and then yeah. just smash, and then I don't even know their name. Yeah. So it's like it's like even a though problem. you see it on Tinder. 
I see it on Tinder, but then they'll just come over, smash, and then I'll swipe on to the next one, dude, and never hit them up again. It's like, that's like how I get over a breakup. Uh-huh. It's just like after a Tinder gr- run? Yeah, dude. It's just like very bad, dude. It's not healthy. Yeah. I mean, how is that? Like, if you're just having sex with all these random chicks, aren't you worried about like knocking one up or catching something? Dude, I'm super careful with them ones. Yes, I'm hyper paranoid of getting something like that. That is something that can never happen, hopefully. So, like, got to be super careful, dude. Um, I mean, you got to have lights like these. (laughs) Are you inspecting? Yeah, dude. Like, I ain't touching nothing unless I know it's (laughs) clean. But, uh, and and, uh, always wrap it up for sure, dude. Yeah. For sure. I don't take no risk. You don't want to knock one of them up. That is just to... um, release the stress or whatever you know what i mean take your mind off so you don't need to have all that intimate i mean unless she's super bad then it then all the (laughs) you go a little extra all the bets are off when she's super bad but uh (laughs) most of super bad ones i feel like aren't on tinder anyway yeah unless they freak yeah and then, well, that's kind of what you gotta it's be for. Extra careful. That's what it's for, dude. It's right. just like a hookup thing. I'm not trying to find my wife on there. If right. I do, cool. But yeah, that's a right. Like, how'd you guys meet? It's like, oh, we both swoop sw- right. Swipe exactly. Right, exactly. You know? like, I mean, that's ugh. the culture we're in. Where it's like a hookup culture. There's like no feelings right. attached anymore. That's how I feel like half folks. the relationship. It's just it is. you feel that way though, because you're only interacting with those type of chicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. So you're idea. not seeing like you got to go to the farmers market or something, dude. Go get yourself an a nice wholesome lady yeah definitely i'm trying to, that's why i kind of like the older ones dude and that's why they always yeah. tend to have a kid but like older they, like how how much older because you're I about mean, 30 i really have no limit i do like the middle you have middle no age. limit so like you're talking like some crusty nine nah, 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 nah. i mean if she was bad i dude i <laughs> i ain't saying no dude the older ones will teach you something right um and, and they I'm, got their own shit i'm too. a student of the game but uh that's like, hilarious. Mid 30s is probably ideal. Yeah. Because they know what they want, I feel like. Yeah, they've lived some life, you know. I'm just trying to find the ones that haven't lived too much life. Well, that's, that's hard. It is. Because, the, like, the world is exposed to us mm-hmm. every day, all day. So it's hard, you know. For sure. It's dude. hard to do that. Oh, man. It's hard to find that. You got me tripped out. Yeah. <laughs> Slam so beats, So many more dude. people going to listen to this. But I feel like you you are the same way. Listening to this, they're probably at home swiping right now. Like, you know uh, I mean? probably they, swiping while they're the same way. The well, girls are even worse, dude. That are on there, like them girls also. know what they want. I feel like, dude, some of the girls that I that I've been with, I feel like that's all they they use. They'd be like, I don't need a man. I don't need no man. All she wants is the you dick. know, some play. Yeah, and. They're not ready to settle down. And even the ones that say they got a boyfriend and then they're smashing two, three other guys. Like, it's like, how can I ever trust someone, dude? <laughs> I don't know. It's sketch. Well, again, getting out of the Tinder realm yeah, would be a good place to start. Because they're be, out there, dude. I'm I, telling you. I don't really fuck with it too much anymore. Like, that was more or less right after college, right after breakup. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like a year out and I've really slowed it down. I don't get like now that there's COVID, like I ain't really trying to have some random, yeah. random hookups. So I don't really do that anymore. But bringing me back to college just brings me back to them days when I had my own apartment and it was just like, who wants to come over Smashly. today, bro? 
Oh, dude, it was good. It was, like I said, the best four years of my life. I'd recommend it to everybody, even if you don't get your degree and learn shit. You, <laughs> like, just prolong your adult life, like, the stress for four more years and go have fun and meet people. Yeah. It's a weird purgatory. Because you're, like, not an adult, but you are an adult. But, like, you're in this this infrastructure of school, like, this protection it is. of the university. And everybody like, needs it, dude. Too bad it costs so much. Because I'm telling you, just the experience changes you. Yeah, it helps you grow up in a baby step manner instead of just the huge leap of just like, all right, go get a that job. That part helped me more than the, the, like, I'm not using my degree, really. Yeah, you but, are. I mean, somewhat. Communications thing, is pretty close. Dude. With a communications degree, like, it's more than just for a job. It's some, it's on some life shit. It is. Like, everyday interaction, that's what communication degree teaches you. Nonverbals, how to read right. people, how to try to see what's coming, like, you're going to use that in, in your job and just in life in general. So I think our degree is like so broad and that's like the pro of it is that you can apply it to everything, not just in one facet of life. Yeah. Definitely. I like in a degree in communications. I would have rather learned, uh, photo- like filmography and shit like that, but you're, you got communications too. Yeah, dude, we had a class together. I knew that. I knew that. Sorry. It was like a blur, dude. I'm telling you, college was a blur. I know. When me. you think back on it now, I'm like, man, I don't... I mean, it's like anything. And our brains suck, you know? Like, our memories suck. And after a certain point, like, you've been working a job for, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. Like, you, you forget a lot of stuff that dude. happened back then. But then when, like, stuff like this, like, we haven't seen each other in a while. And we start bringing up stories. Like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Dude. Like, Oh, man. So many good memories, dude. It was a good time, So dude. many good memories. So what do you think with everything going on now? You a politic guy? You've been following what's going on. I was afraid we were going to uh, get into that. We, we don't have to. No, nah, we but can't. Speak your truth I just don't want. speak politics because it's bad for business for me. Oh, that's um, a good point. So I don't, I'm like tight lipped on politics. I don't, uh, but I definitely have my own opinions and um, I just don't say the wild random shit people say on like. <laughs> Dude, some of this shit blows my mind that y'all be writing on Facebook. Yeah, like, people go crazy, I hate dude. you, you hate me, blue, red, red, blue, red, blue. Like, Jesus, dude. Come together. <laughs> Equality, man. Shit, I am, I'm like, I don't even know what the term is, but I think we should all get along with one another, you know, no matter what nationality, race, sexuality, all that. People are people. And I just want what's best for everybody. And I don't even know which candidate supports that, dude. It's like we're too divided right now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't even talk politics. Because even if someone agrees with you, there's going to be two more people that hate you for what you just say. Yeah. So I don't I don't speak on it because I don't. I sell cars to Republicans and I sell cars to Democrats. I sell cars to, you know, purple people and green people dude it doesn't matter they all need to buy cars so my opinion on that doesn't necessarily like need to be known (laughs) by the public no it makes sense dude and it it becomes so toxic especially around election season oh my god it's been horrible for business and all that yeah dude because everyone wants to kind of throw their their say on it have you watched the social dilemma at all i think so check it out on on netflix Netflix. yeah yeah yeah, i watched that because it really showed you how like how we got so divided because you have people on the left Mm -hmm. consuming what they see as facts. And then you have people on the right consuming what they see as facts. And now you have, so you have the two big parties basing what they see as facts. um, And it's polar opposite. 
and it creates all this friction and social media has amplified that to Dude. new extremes and it, it was just really interesting because it's like if you think about your phone looking back at you not just us looking at the phone like it's looking back at us and like how can i get this person to engage how can i keep their attention on the screen if i scroll you know something about the opposing team yeah. and how they're doing terrible or something, then you're going to be engaged longer and how For that sure. just perpetuates itself. And then you look back and you're like, Holy shit, this has been going on for a week, a month, a year, years now, you know? And it's just scary, man. I'm with you. I, I think it's, it's scary to see us get so divided and it's like, yo, we're all supposed to be on the same team, dog. Dude. And like that's I was, why... I was saying on the last podcast, like remember after nine 11, dude, it felt like we were dude. all in the same squad, dude. It was like, we're ready to go. Like what, what's up? It's, it's USA. It's America. Like nothing mattered after, after nine 11, we were all on the same team. And it felt like with COVID we were not <laughs> Dude, COVID. It's like polar opposite. No doubt. Um, it's scary. And I think that there's some other shit going on. Like, I think they're controlled. Like, most of them are just puppets, dude. The politicians, I don't, I don't right. feel like I I'm big that. into the conspiracies, dude. I'm not going to say I'm like a foil hat wearing, like, weirdo that just believes in them. But I see some truth in it, and I could see how some of that could make some sense. And I just feel like... No matter who wins, they're still in control, whoever they right. are, dude. And they right. we're headed definitely down the path if you connect the dots that are right in front of you of where they want us to go. And I think that they want this the vision is part of the plan, dude. That's why right. I really try not to side with one or the other and I try not to um, you know, create arguments and and put myself in one of the groups. I when I vote, I select a candidate that has something that stands out the most that I feel like will impact my life right? directly my life, like better healthcare for me or cut my student debt or, you know, something less taxes for me, something that's going to benefit me, which maybe that's selfish, but you know, that's how I feel like you should vote something that's going to help you or something that you stand for. And then, um, but whoever they pick dude is, they're just going to do the same thing. They're just, right. they, I mean, I don't know. We act like there's this big choice, but there's really not. And I feel like we don't even have a choice. They already know who wins. They feel like, why are we voting on Trump versus Biden? Like, well, things don't change, right? So like the war machine continues the yeah. way our country setup continues. The 1% continues. Like it doesn't matter who's in that office. That's what I'm saying. You That's know? my point at all. And I feel like it's scary, dude. They're going to do whatever they want with us. Like who knows if this virus is even real, dude? Like the virus it is, is real. real. I mean, I take that back. I said that wrong. Like, I know the virus is real. Like, it's really hurting people and affecting people. But, like, if the reason it's here isn't here just for some random natural cause reason, I feel like... Well, they know it's made in Wuhan, and it made itself across the entire globe. And uh, there's real-world implications on on everyone. Russia in the election last time, too, dude. Uh, You know, they tampered with it or whatever. And that's so, sketchy. Well, so how people are, so how the right would say that this election was rigged. Mm-hmm. That's what the left said about the last election. Right. And so that's each team just keeps doing probably. the same shit. Exactly. And then when the exact same thing happens to them, they go on the opposite. Right. Yeah. And that's crazy. how, like when you're saying, when you connect the dots and they're just puppets. Yeah. They're just, 
Like what they happens? Are, what, are they going to put are a called, chip in us? They are called representatives for a reason. Right. You know, they just represent, but they're not. They could care less about us. I like they're how some people check, think bro. one candidate, like, oh man, he, save them. he supports middle class working America. <laughs> he don't give no fucks about you, dude. That's the part that blows my god dang mind. Yeah, like, same. they really think they got his back. You think some rich guy, either one of them, both of them are stupid rich. So right. I don't have even got to put a name on it. Right. But you really think he cares about you working your nine to five, bringing home 50 grand a year? Nope. He don't really care. He's saying whatever he can to get in there and make some money. Right. They only show up when it's time to get they elected. They don't care about <laughs> you, dude. I really, that's the part that blows my mind. Same. Is That's why I think just the one that's going to unite us and, and affects something that would change your life. Um, or change your quality of life quality is of life, yeah. who you should pick um, because that's the only way it's really going to directly affect you. They're, you know, they say they, they really care, but they're not really going to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they like. go on the campaign trail saying the same speech over and over Spend and over again. Spend more money campaigning than they do helping. So. Oh, yeah. They got to get the donors. This is a crazy system, dude. Yeah, I feel like they're going to chip us all in concentration <laughs> camps. And <laughs> oh, you're going real dark with it. Dude, I've See, I don't think that because I think with the working class, like the reason the 1% needs the 99% is because we keep the shit, the the, sh- the ship sailing, you mm. know, for sure. So without us, I mean, yeah, they can be the 1%, but if there's no one here to do the work, who's going to do the work? For sure. For know? sure. Yep. And no. the cool thing about America is that we are strapped. Like you imagine going into Texas and trying to put people in Dude, concentration camps. Texas. Ooh, a lot. I used you'd to have Texas tigers rep. and bullets in your ass and a heartbeat. Dude, they don't play in Texas, nope. dude. I, I don't fit in at all in Texas, <laughs> dude. That's why I didn't make it. What trying to sell in Texas. I was all over the state, dude. I was yeah. the Texas rep, so I went to all the oh, schools. Like, I've been to all the major cities, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston. What is the other one? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm blanking on the fifth, but yeah. I drove I through all of them, dude, and I would stay there and, dude, but go to a bar in the afternoon, middle of the night. Dude, they walk in, they got guns on oh, yeah. their They're freaking always hips, bro. It looks like I'm in a Wild West movie out there. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, what is happening? This guy's got boots, whatever they're called, stirrups on and fucking guns and shit. And I'm like, holy shit. Did, don't, uh, don't look at his girl wrong. You want to know a fun fact about Texas? What's up? There's more tigers held in captivity in Texas than in the rest of the world. I don't doubt that, dude. Is that where Tiger King was from? He, he wasn't in Florida. Texas, was he? Yeah, he was yeah, in Florida. Yeah, he's in Florida. Florida's where the rest of the tigers are. That was about the normalest thing of 2020, and he's, Tiger he's King. also weird as fuck, dude. Great, great uh, entertainment, but... I fell asleep during every episode. <laughs> I can't do these long... Here's what I don't like about Netflix sometimes. They they take stories that could be done in like a two dude. to three episode thing, and they make it into a 10-hour spectacle. I'm like, I fall asleep. The how to make a murder or something. Yeah. One of those, I was like, dude, I don't need 10 hours of this. This could have been done in a two-hour They show the easily. same part over an hour or two. That yeah. intro, dude. Thank God they oh. added that feature where you can skip the intro. Dog, dude. the skip Jesus. the intro is a game changer. Game changer. Say, <laughs> helps me get an extra episode in a night, I'm sure, dude. Just right. by cutting off those minutes. When, uh, when I was doing stand-up, I had this bit That's right, about, uh, about Netflix. And when they start talking shit, because they will throw up on the screen like you still watching this and it's like hey man you still watching that or you're like are you still watching this right right right. don't you got something to do don't you got (laughs) something to do get off your ass yeah i miss that man i miss getting on stage dude 
That'd be awesome. But this has been a cool substitute. Uh, you should get into stand-up, dude. You, that, you know fire. how many times have people have told me that, dude? You know I why? Just... You know why I say that, though? Because I'm someone that's actually done it. Uh-huh. So, like, for you, you would be great at crowd work. Oh, yeah. Because you're funny in the moment. Like, off off the top of your head, like, not overthinking it. Yeah, dude, just That's say where it. you, like, you know Joey Diaz? <laughs> I think He's so. a comedian. He's part of, like, Rogan's crew and stuff. Okay. Well, that's his sweet spot. Like, he can make some good material and stuff, but, like, just when he's just doing crowd work and messing around with the crowd, like, it yeah. is hilarious. And I think I that like, would be your spot. I feel like that would lead to me getting beat up in the parking lot. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, just don't <laughs> don't cross certain lines. Dude, oh, that's my problem. Or be willing my to pay the consequences. you getting me in trouble all the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to learn jujitsu or something. Yeah, I try to keep it respectable. I'm pretty for sure. And look, guy. you're like, you're there to entertain but some people, people so. get so offended. I'm like, bro, don't get so butthurt, dude. It's not. Well, you got to look at the crowd and that's the challenge. Cause you're not like just going to people that you're like trying to make laugh that you like invited. You're, you're trying to make strangers that you have no idea who they are Cause, laugh. Cause when I was dating this like very beautiful girl, dude, we were going to comedy shows, dude. And like that was like our my thing that like I should always want to do some fancy dates. So I was like, let's do a comedy show, dude, because you can yeah. get like dressed up nice and then go out and get like a nice dinner and go up to Cleveland. It's a great date, dude. And go to yeah, dude. They were you go to hilarities. Get a hotel room. Oh yeah, we went to hilarities. Dude, improv got caught up that. on stage. That improv is awesome. Yeah. But people get so fucking mad in them things, dude. The people that work the crowd, dude. I watched one guy being like, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? He was like dogging his ass. He's like, dude, how'd you get this girl? She like, come up here. And he got all pissed, bro. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know. If, maybe it was staged. I don't know. Yeah. And you but, don't want to go that route. I think pure comedy is like when you're doing crowd work is, I don't know. Yeah, it's there's a line to it, man, and I I've never been the guy to go up there and be like, man, yo, girl, so hot, why you so ugly, God dang, get your ass up. See, that'd be me, dude. I'd be like, come up here, baby girl, shit. What's up? It's Young Slam Beats from the east. From the east. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. Shit. But uh, I don't know. I love comedy shows, dude. I bet once I got in the groove, I could kill it. Um, but it's they don't make no money either, dude. It's tough. Yeah. And it, to get a following, I would love it. It would be awesome. But uh, I don't know. I got the Browns jersey on today, too, dude. I feel like we got to touch on the Cleveland Browns are 7-3, and three, dude. I know. My dad Can just you told believe me that yesterday. Because we're watching, like, I don't know. It's like the Patriots or something. And they're like 3-7. and seven. I was like, well, how, how are the Browns doing? He goes 7-3. and three. I was like, what the hell? Dude, the Browns. 2020, man. If there's dude. a year they're going to win it, this dude, is it. Dude, it'd be the only year that they're going to make it to the playoffs that uh, the season would get canceled by COVID, dude. <laughs> this would be our year, dude. The one year we got all the talent in the world. And then, watch, the end of the season is going to get canceled. Dude, so, it's possible. Oh, I mean, dude, I don't doubt it. Now the NBA is talking about coming back and they're not going to do a bubble or anything. Right. Which is insane. Like there's no way that they're going to be able to play. They're not going to do a bubble. They said, and they're just going to play it. Yeah. Oh, they're fucked. So when this all started within five days, every NBA player came in contact with each other. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you think is going to happen when they're around their families and all that when you're around your family and now you're going town to town. If it only takes five days for every NBA player to come in contact with everyone, Dude, then it's like the craziest part is that they're probably thinking vaccines coming soon. Right. So it's like, they're projected like we're going to get the December. vaccine. Yeah. December, early, 
by February, you know, most people should have it. But have you heard about Cluster 5? We're about to blow the top off of this. Dude, it's another strand of coronavirus that is confirmed. Dude, I asked my pharmacist guy, like I was telling you, I went see this girl I know to get my flu shot at the private, like privately owned pharmacy. So I got like got a chance to talk with the doctor. And I was like, at the end of it, I was like, dude, let me ask you this. Since you're in, because he was telling me all the virus thing is coming here, the vaccine. I was like, let me, have you heard of that strand of COVID that's not going to be like, it won't receive the the vaccine, like won't be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, that is real. And it's being talked about in the medical industry. It's called cluster five. I think it was over in Denmark or somewhere in mink. Really strange, dude. I read about it and I was like, dude, is this fake news? I don't know what mm-hmm. to believe nowadays. So that's why I wanted to ask him. And yeah, supposedly in the mink factories over there, coronavirus, COVID-19 transferred to mink mutated and then went back to human like in another strain and now they're calling it cluster five and the vaccine they've been working on for the last year for COVID-19 is not going to like do shit against cluster five. So what they told me, he told me, yeah, from now on expect every year you're going to have to get a flu shot and a COVID shot for the new strain. So like this shit ain't never going away, dude, ever. Like we're going to be masked up and every year you're going to have to get a shot for the newest strain of COVID, dude. And mm-hmm. it's going to be mutating and who like it ain't going away ever. Yeah, man. I mean, it's definitely a big problem. And uh, when you look at, uh, I was listening to a podcast about uh, the difference in vaccines. So if you had a vaccine for the one in America, it necessarily wouldn't work in India. Really? And vice versa. Oh, shit. We got to put this on... Uh, I got to put this on fucking Snapchat. We, we Snap out up. here, dude. Podcast, we live right now. <laughs> I just broke the whole freaking train of thought right here. COVID-19, we're back at <laughs> <laughs> Quick little promo. <laughs> All right, we're just going to share that. But uh, yeah, dude. So Browns are 7-3, and three, and if they... Don't make it to the playoffs or when they do, when the season gets cut off, it is about to blow. <laughs> what if that was the tipping point for Cleveland? Right. dude. And like with all the protests, black lives matter, like all that stuff happened. Then they're like, you what? Like the Browns are finally going to win and you guys quit the season. Dude, that's what I'm saying is going to happen. That's our luck. Well, that is Cleveland. Here's dude. my big, wouldn't con- be Cleveland if it wasn't. Here's my real concern for the upcoming months. You have a lot of people that lost their jobs from January to April and all those people are going to go off unemployment and then the government's going to ask for tax money back and Fuck. the rent, all the rent that they've been holding up ends. So all that money you owe for rent, you have to pay that back in January. They've, so it they've is, actually held rent for some people. They've held rent. They didn't uh, do that for me in my apartment. I and in bigger cities, they did like some rent protection and, uh, but you still owe all that oh, money. Oh, of course. So all that shit's going to hit all at the same time. And it's going to be winter. So people are going to be cooped up, it's cold, pissed collapse, off. Bro. Dude, I'm telling you, man. it's That's what I'm nervous for. Damn. I'm nervous for like that January to like April, May time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's when it's everything shuts off. down, dude, and the Civil War starts. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the Civil War. Dude, I don't know. I think the media is really pushing for that Civil War shit. Dude, that's bad. Isn't I can't even watch though, it like, no more. Let me throw this out there. Isn't it weird that we always have this 
existential threat to us. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never remembered a time that there was not something happening. Oh, yeah, dude. What did it start with? was going to come in to get us, you know. The atom bomb, the terrorists, yeah, the it's fucking the COVID. Now it's the fucking whatever. Well, it's a few things. You got the COVID. Yeah. You got uh, digital warfare. So someone hacking your shit, taking all your got money, North posting Korea all your stuff with everywhere. Their freaking missiles and nukes in their parades, dude, just showing it all off. Like we can blow up your country <laughs> off the map tomorrow if we want to. Yeah, but you know that's a little dick move. It is because we got that, but we ain't out here. It's kind of like the kid that has like forty chains on his neck, For and then real. you have like Jeff Bezos, which is like one of the richest guys in America. He has like and khakis and a button is up. Bad as fuck, and that's because of money, dude. Huh? That's the only reason why. What'd you say? His wife was bad. His as ex-wife. His ex. You want to hear something crazy about his ex-wife? What? His ex-wife is the richest woman woman yeah. in America. Off divorce. She is took a hustler. Half, no, took half of his money. Hustler. Right? She never loved She's him. a hustler. He's the king of hustling. Because guess oh, what? He, is. he took... So he loses half his fortune. He made all that back within two years. That's insane. Is that not crazy, dude? That's insane. So he's like, yeah, take it. Like, I'll just make it back. It's not a big deal. Dude, she played him. She played him. No, I mean, they were together for decades. And he was nerdy. Like, you see him now. He's swole. Dude, when Amazon first started, there's a 60 minutes of him. Like, he, there's a banner in a cubicle when he was first starting Amazon in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. He was dweeby, man. Dude, for sure. 130 pounds. How do you balding. think he got her back then? She was like a model looking girl. That money. You I, I mean, I'm about to say, he. she probably was like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense that you would just buy <laughs> things offline. <laughs> yeah, like at some sure. point right like if you were looking at it back then for, sure. for people that didn't think the internet was a fad like some people thought the internet would just like come and go yeah yeah some people were like we're not even jumping on yeah. board with this and now it's like literally the way the world works you got to like if you're not on the internet man you're dude you're gonna be behind i couldn't I sell cars if i wasn't online oh it's like, hard man do you do a lot of like social media stuff i i used to for a while and then i try not to bombard people but i do i have my page the car guy Sam on Facebook, which is booming. Um, I have my own website, samcarnahan.com, um, Twitter, Instagram. I take a, try to take a photo with everybody, tag a minute if they'll let me. It's all word of mouth. I do all my business is off of appointments, is off people I know. Yeah. So that's why it hurts the most. Like I said, when I see people I know, they don't even call me. Like, because I run the concierge service, I can buy whatever car you want, and I can get it on my lot within two days. If you're just trying to do business with me. Help me help you. Why go pay somebody that you don't even know and instead of coming to someone you can trust, dude? For sure. And like if especially if I can get you the same deal or better. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. But uh, I do you know, without social media I wouldn't be successful. Yeah. For sure. Are um, you a TikToker? No. No. I should have been. You don't I, get on that. I regret train. that wave. I that I didn't get on I that. I mean wave. it's still there. It, it ain't is, go anywhere. But it's I'm not getting on it. I <laughs> I'm passing on that. I got to find the next one. TikTok's not me. It would have been really? five years ago. I'm about to say, I mean, you're, I remember when I had like Snapchat back oh, in the I was day, addicted. you were like, you know, there's always like a song up there. Dude, always like, and now I don't Snapchat. I like one a day. I just did this one. That was probably the first video I've done in months. Yeah. I don't do it like I should anymore. I'm just exhausted and I don't know. It is draining. It is. I just trying to stay up I've on been, that shit. Like I said, keeping to myself since I bought the house. So I've been being a lot more private, um, which is probably why it's slow right now and it's not helping that I'm so private anymore. I don't know. 
like the last breakup that I went through just it fucked me up. <laughs> so like I was just like fuck everybody, dude. I'm just gonna do me and st- like I just been, you know, I go to work. I still make my work calls and I, I write posts, but it's le- I'm letting less people in. My, I like my guards back up. I don't know, I'm letting less people in to what I'm doing on the daily, which I should find a way to let people back in. It's just I'm getting there. It just it takes time, dude. There's a balancing act to it. Cause that like there is oversharing, yeah. You know, like he, oh yeah, like people that just post every single thing they're doing all day. I think that's really unhealthy. I get bad with it to where like I'll be putting all this down shit on there, like, and I I stopped doing that. I realized like nobody fucking cares, dude. <laughs> nobody cares when you're down. They only want to see you up. The people that are successful on social media, they don't have a bad day. Mm-hmm. They don't post a bad day. You can only look good, so it just is worse for you when, when you post down shit. And that might be part of my reason why, like, some girls would read my shit and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with him, dude?" You <laughs> know what I mean today? So I'm like, I gotta stop posting. Like, oh dang, she let like whatever. I don't even know what I said, but I guarantee you, scroll back to like 2010 on Facebook, and there's some cringe shit to read, dude. Yeah, I'm sure. So I just well, that's really the danger of it, man, because it's up there. Oh, for sure. I think the coolest part about this though, just, I never really got to talk about this with anybody, but it's like, it's like we're recording our life. For sure. So like what I mean by that is sometimes I write shit on there for nobody else but myself. And I feel like some people don't do that. They just post out there to put all their business to tell other people. Like really, I feel like I'm writing to my future self sometimes. Like some people be like, I don't care. And I'll be like, I'm writing this for my future kids to read. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the future, our kids are going to like go on Facebook and like, who was my fucking dad? I'm going to Google it and mm-hmm. see what, how the fuck I live my life by what I posted and what I tweeted. Oh my God. This is the same day, 70 years, same day, 70 years ago. My dad tweeted, Oh, he's out partying with his buddies. dude. like, <laughs> my dad was a normal, cool ass dude. And shit like that. Like, that's why I kind of write shit. So it's just like recorded. Cause I kind of feel like it's permanent forever. And I just, some part of me feels like in the future, if you do have kids, when they become old enough, they are going to find a way to go into that. There'll probably be some app in the future, like type in your fucking dad's name or mom's name. Like time shop or something. Yeah. Time hop or whatever. Time hop. Yeah. Something like that to where they can, you know, see that shit. And I think that's super cool because I I can't do that with my parents now. I don't really, you can't get an inside (laughs) look of a day in their life. Like when they were my age. But in the future, they'll be able to. Yeah, that might be a gift and a curse right It's going to be a curse, dude. Definitely. It's be a curse. Because you post the dumb it's, shit you don't think nobody's right. ever going to see. And then that's what they're going to find. And that's going to be your most popular shit. Like, oh, my God, Dad, I saw you smoking that bong back in college. <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Sorry. You're not allowed to do that. Right. You're going to be telling them what I'll they can't do. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Grounded. No, I mean, that's a good point, dude. We're going to be able to... You know, we're going to leave a social media footprint. That's really what I'm trying to do is just build my persona online and, and write my story. Because a lot of people probably, I feel like they don't know me. You know what I mean? Like I'm close to a lot of people, but people don't. There's very few people that know actually me. Mm-hmm. Some people probably think I'm a dick. <laughs> Being in car sales does not help. Like when I try to meet a new girl and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate that question. Um, I sell cars and they're like, oh, so you're a liar. And I'm like, what? You don't even know me. Why does that make you a liar? That's what I said. Some girl, like I've literally had girls tell me that before, like right off the rip, like, oh, so you're a liar. And I'm like, you don't even know me, first of all. 
Just a car sales is a bad rep to have and people don't want to trust you. That's why I try to prove to people I'm different. Like buy a car from me. I'm different. Ask any of the people that bought a car from me um, how different the experience was and how fun it was rather than you walk in that scary dealership and you get that 40 to 70 year old man that's really trying to swindle you. Me, it's like, dude, help me just keep my rent on, dude. I just want to help you find a car. I don't care if I make any money on you. I just want you to sell you a car so that way I can move on to the next day and they'd be like, okay, Sam's at least carrying his weight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's doing something while he's here. So that's that's how I'm different right now. I'm not all about like just lying and I don't know. But the, I can see why people think that, dude, definitely. Cause like when I go, I went to buy a couch the other day and I'm like, this woman is just trying to sell. I had to go to three different places to find a salesperson that I even liked. First of all, mm-hmm. cause I know sales and I was just like, these people are trying to sell me way too hard. Like I don't try like that. Like at work, like I just try, like if you don't like my car, then what's the point of me trying to force you into it? So then you'll hate me for six months. I'd rather <laughs> find you something you like. And then we become friends. Well, that's how you get repetitive business. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And thinking long game, a lot of people go for that shirt torn, shirt torn, <laughs> short term gain. Yeah. Instead of thinking fail. about, you know, that person's going to need a car and another car. You can't let, once you start making money, you can't let the greed get to you, dude. Yeah. Cause shit, I'll have weeks where I make like insane money and it's just like, I don't understand how or why I got here. And then it, you just can't, can't let that get to you. Then you just got to be like. Um, go back to the basics is what I say back to what really matters for you. Like what makes you really care? Like really helping people better their situations. That's what I'm in. Um, cause trying to help the people come in to find a car that, you know, that car that I get them is going to better their everyday life, um, tomorrow or exactly now when they take it, you know, it's going to, you know, provide them heated seats or whatever is just going to make their day better or be their car to get them to work to see their kids like that's the part that that i do it for mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and that's on some real shit you do it for the children <laughs> for the children i love children dude like i love girls with kids dude shout out <laughs> single moms gotta get I'm you off playing. the single mom train man i'm telling you um dude them girls are cool though <laughs> are they <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm so messed up from that. Um, you're doing great, dude. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it's, it's tough out there. It's easy to dwell on what you don't have, but you should be happy with what you do have. Dude, I am. I'm you blessed. Know? Thank God. Every day. I mean, you yeah. imagine. I remember when we were in that class and uh, communications together. And they're asking us what we're going to do. And we're all just like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> dude, I do remember that one. They're like, what are you gonna? What do? did you I, say? You you said something like, stay in school for as long as possible. Dude, I did. I I forget what <laughs> I, I said. Think so, but I remember that thing, and I remember everybody laughing. I always had everybody laughing in class. That's why I'm I saying you should why. get into stand up, dude. That's what I do at work. That. I get them laughing, right. dude. And next thing I know, we're signing papers. Dude, like, laughter is it. the key. You get people laughing. Just have fun with it, dude. Right. Like I said, I don't want it to feel like work. I didn't want school to feel like school. I just was going to class to hang out. Definitely wanted to better myself, but yeah, dude, I don't know. And who, and I'm all about not being where you're at now. Like mm-hmm. what's the plan for next year? Next year. I don't want to just be the average guy. That's why last year I sold so many cars this year. I've doubled it, dude. Mm-hmm. I just want to keep progressing. The next step is management. I got to find 
how I'm going to get into being a manager. That's the goal. Would you want to though? Would you make less money? I would make more. Being a manager. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, you have a chance to make less. Like sometimes I do. Some months I make more than my manager. Um, some months I don't. Majority of the months I probably don't. Because mm-hmm. the manager gets a piece of all the pie. So. Oh, damn. So like he gets That's a piece of I... all of it. I just get a piece of the ones I sell now. That makes um, sense. So I definitely do want to be a manager because, like I said, I don't see myself selling cars forever, but I, I do like see myself in the car business forever um, as a manager. Mm-hmm. But right now I look like a young punk. <laughs> so that's the hard part. Well, it's um, good. You're getting your experience and you're going to have people that, you know, references and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, you're just building that network, dude. Definitely. And have a social media that they can look back and go like, oh, sh-, you know, right. This couple, that couple, this person, that person. Like it's, you know, just scrolling and scrolling. That's and being impressive. a manager would be awesome because you get to relieve the pressure of you having to sell a car every day. Because as a manager, your salespeople are bringing, I mean, I feel like it's brain dead easy once you get it. I, I'm not saying they don't work. They work their ass off. They really do to get these deals bought for these people in the banks to approve certain people for loans. Because we get like everyone approved. Um, bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, whatever. So he, they bust their ass to get that done, but they also, they're just, you know, doing basically doing their nine to five, following the steps, like the work leads come to them where for me now I go to work and I got to find my leads. That's the part of sales that I, I just don't necessarily love. I can do, but, and I'm good at it, but that's the part of grinding every day that sucks. (laughs) Finding leads. Yeah. Just finding finding your business and going out and making it rather than just, I'd like to manage a group, like build a team and teach them what I know, what made me successful and then really watch them grow. Like that's just me evolving. I think is evolving into me. Like, cause my manager probably, he probably fucking loves the fact that he saw me come from nothing to where I'm at now, the top guy and buying a house, dude. Like I want to do that to other people. Like I want to take some kid who doesn't know what the hell he's doing train him and fucking watch him grow up into a man, have a wife, family, and then supporting it off of what I taught them do to have a whole team of people doing that. That's really what I feel. That would be the funnest part of being a manager. It's just yeah. like watching the people around you succeed and then helping people too. So that's really, that's, that's a beautiful goal, thing. Dude. Dude. I think that's a good balance for any job is like, how are you helping others and helping yourself? For sure. Um, but not to take like a totally 90 degree like switch up. We talked about that a lot. I wanted to ask about the um, that music stuff that, that y'all are into, dude. You guys got to put me on that. I really don't oh, know yeah. anything about the... I know you just talked about it on the last show, but like uh-huh. uh, there's some things that you didn't touch on that for somebody from the outside who knows nothing. Like yeah, you guys were talking man. like almost a different language. <laughs> like I feel like... <laughs> You need to take it back for the people that yeah. have no clue. And okay. Like, just yeah. Like, Shoot. What, uh, what questions it, you got? Like, first of all, what is it called? The uh, S- STS-9. Yeah, dude. Sound I've never even 9. heard of that ever. Yeah. you're not. I mean, you know what's funny? They actually got uh, two of their songs or some of the music for the NFL when they're going to Are commercial and stuff, which is crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Man, I mean, they're not like a mainstream band, really. I mean, they, they do some work like so they that. They just do but, like the, the festivals, dude. Yeah, they do their own like concerts and festivals and stuff like that. Dang, dude. Yeah. 
So it's been a journey, dude. I mean, I went to my first festival in 15. He went to his in 14. And uh, the group and experiences have just expanded. And I've never went to a festival, dude. Is that bad? That's no. Very I bad. mean, there's plenty of people that are like, what? what is it like? And I go, it's great if you want to do it. But I'm telling <laughs> you part- right now, I'm telling you right now, it's a lot on the body. Because you are, I remember that. Like, because if you're at something like Forest, dude, I mean, it takes you an hour, hour and a half to walk through the entire, like, grounds of the festival. And then once you get out of the festival, you got to watch wherever you're camping. Dude, that's what y'all said. It was like a mile walk. Yeah. So the first year we stayed. I hit the fucking sleeping bag and pass out every night. Bro, I've, like, we were an hour away from where the entrance was nah. it was insane like modern day woodstock dude that's what it is just on a higher production level like we're not all just sleeping in a mud field. how fucked up do you think the artists are on stage performing it depends maybe man i mean look not, you got an act you got stuff like electric forest where you have a lot of people doing like edm music so mm-hmm. yeah they're going up there they're not even doing anything they're just pressing play on their computer on a pre-made set and the lights are all fixed already. So they're up there and they go like this and they're not really doing shit. Right. And then you have bands like Tribe, like SDS9. Yeah, that's what I don't like, understand. No, they're not on drugs because they have so much going on between five people playing music, different samples. They bring out people sometimes. Like there's too much going on for them to be like fucked up. Yeah. You know, that's what I was curious of. And they're like, real professionals. Jimi Hendrix used to be up there fucked up, ripping on some for show guitar, but that's not the same. It doesn't it's translate. not the same. And it's, and it depends too, by the artist, man. It's like every artist is different. And that's the cool thing. Like when you go to those festivals, you end up, finding artists that you would never hear of That's but you're just cool part. you're just walking around you're like what is that oh let's go check that out for a few we got like 15 minutes before this right band we want to go no i know i've never been to a festival but i feel like you enjoy it everyone it, needs to go to one when i say it's <laughs> a lot on your body going to one when i say it's a lot on your body too it's like you're outside four or five days straight you know you got to pay for showers so a lot of people don't even shower oh i bet and it you know it gets a little funky by the end of it but girls out there after two three days i would there's a uh, big rule of thumb like one day one or two like do your thing for but by sure. day three and four you better yeah, really just keep like it to her. yourself like yeah just keep it to yourself like you're not that's not a good first impression for Heck anybody. Heck no, dude. <laughs> this been hanging here splatting. <laughs> Shit. But no nah, man, I mean that I feel those like, experiences have been amazing. I feel like they help you find yourself too, like in those moments, even with or without drugs, dude. Just like you get in such like a you tap into your personal I don't know how to put it to like I don't know, something about that vibe out there would just help you, you know, tap in. Yeah. It's a real escapism. That's it. That's because you're not, you know, for us, like, you know, I'm not really on my phone at festivals and stuff like that. Bills don't fucking matter. Nothing matters, but like the next song. You're in this other reality, you know, and I'm with you. Like all the, all the worries at home aren't even like present. Right. You're just like, Oh, that's the most beneficial part about, I got to listen to that. You got to put me on that. Put me on your playlist. I bet that's some good shit. Yeah, dude. I like some EDM. Like back when I was streaming, dude, I was really into like, you know, some of that, like whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not EDM. big EDM folks. We're more into like the jam bands and that. That would be more me too, because you know? coming from my guitar playing background. Yeah. Like some of the ch- more traditional sounds are, are mixed in with the. Uh, There's just a lot more creativity to it. Exactly. Like they'll go from one song, go into another song, go back to that first song, 
and just like mix it all together. You're never going to see it again like that. Like there's just like every set's unique. It's not repetitive. Like how the EDM shows can be. Yeah. The EDM stuff. That's just too much. It's like a club, dude. It's that's like, the vibe, you know? Yeah. It's definitely going more of the club vibe, the rave vibe. And like, it's good. Yeah, in spurts, I've been to raves. That's why I say, like when I say I've never been to a festival, like I've been to raves, I've been out in the woods for those things, but not that kind of stuff that you guys have described, mm-hmm. dude. It seems like a totally different, totally different thing. It's just like that type of thing on the highest level, like yeah. production level. And yeah, dude, it's wild. Like you know, at Forest, it's, uh, this band called String Cheese, and they're the ones that originally put Forest together. Uh-huh. And so it's called Saturday, Saturday Night Cheese. And dude, like I remember one year, they had fireworks going. They had a chick on a hot air balloon on like on like a rope type thing. Just hanging from the fucking sky. Was she hot? Yeah, I mean she was pretty and she like was doing her thing and you're just like she's just like she hanging out on right this now. like cloth. That's like right when now. I'm at the strip club. And they climb up to the top of the ceiling and I'm drunk. The shit's spinning. I'm like, damn, she could fall right now and break her neck. (laughs) Are you a fan of the strip club? You a strip club guy? Prior, I got to stop like dating strippers, but like, um, prior to COVID dude, majority of my income was probably spent at one. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Like, I don't know. So what's it about the strip club for you? Uh, it's bad, dude. I figured it out. Like, I don't think I'll ever go back. But like when I was young, out of college, single, and I had like, I was making more money than I ever thought I'd ever make. Like I was making more money than my parents. Um, like this to where I had like thousands to spend that I couldn't even spend. It was before I knew about saving. I'm 24 maybe. Um, so I would just go to the strip club. I had the black card at this diamond, diamond, whatever it's called by us to where you could get in free because i spent so much on like i got shower shows and shit to where like girls used to know me by my name like i wasn't proud of it but i'd go there and they'd be like where you been it's you weren't here last weekend but the weekend before was crazy and i was like yeah no i fucking had to couldn't do that (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) i had to take a week off so yeah dude it was to the point to where like I was getting really bad. Like I'd go upstairs with the girls and then they'd take all my money. They were walking me to the ATM and I'd wake up in the morning. Like what the fuck? I just spent two grand. Like fuck. Um, to the point of where my friends were like, dude, it's time to go. And I'd be like one more dance. And the next thing I know I get a dance and my friends be gone, dude. And I'd be like, fuck like where they all go. And then, then I'd be outside smoking a cigarette. The girl that I'd be like, that would be giving me a dance. Be like, I'll take you home, dude. And I'm like, fuck. And then she'd take me home and like sleep with me and shit. And it's just like, this is a bad cycle, dude, that I was on. Um, yeah, dude. I don't even really like talking about it. It's like a really, it's, it's not a good look. Like I had buddies that made a lot of money and they, I would meet them at the club and they were like, they were probably alcoholics. No, I got mad respect for y'all, but like, um, they drank a lot more than I did. So like when I would go. I would drink a little bit, but I'd get drunk because I don't normally, I'm not like a drinker. Mm-hmm. So like, then I would just be, it would, it would be fun, but dude, we wasted so much money and I don't know what it was for me that made me come. It was just cause that's where my friends wanted to go. Honestly, yeah. I wasn't like, I'm going to the strip club by myself. You'll never see me there alone. Like I go with it. I used to hang out with this group of guys and they were smart, intelligent, well off 
you know, guys who have money, they all had girlfriends and shit too. So hopefully they don't get in trouble watching this <laughs> shit. But like, uh, so they would just be like, let's go to the, cl- cause the bar would close. Mm-hmm. That was the main reason we went to the strip club because the bar starts winding down and the strip club stay open till two thirty in the morning. So we'd stay to last call at the bar and then we would go to the strip club, finish out the night yeah, and just fucking get wild. And then, you know, because we were the only ones in there spending real money. All the girls were all around us all oh, the yeah. time. And then that, yeah, they're going where the money is. That feeling just got crazy. And then you buy one shower show. Then you come back the next time and they're like, all right. So a shower show is was at this one club where you could like a couple hundred bucks, 200 bucks. You could take a girl up to the shower and she like get naked and shower with glow paint and squirt it on her or whatever. Uh-huh. So like we used to take like four like four i'd be like dude i'll get two you get two girl like <laughs> dude and we would take like three four of them i think the most we ever had was like five or six holy shit but that was when i had that was when we were there was like six of us there so like uh six dudes and you know we all just got paid for one to go up there and dude there was a ton of them like pouring the glow paint in their mouth and like spitting it on the other girl it was that shit was crazy i remember like Dude, it was to the point to where I'd go, I work every Saturday. They go on a Saturday or a Friday night. We'd be at the club, dude. I'd be out all night, glow paint all over my sh- dress shoes from the day before work. I go into work like stumbling in there. I make it on time, but like, dude, I just spent so much money last night. I got glow paint still on my shoes and shit. That shit was so much fun. But like, I had to stop that, dude. I don't know. Cause they they just want your money at the end of it. Then you realize yeah, it's a that's job. It, dude. It's a job for them. I met a lot of cool girls though doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they don't do it now anymore, and they fine, dude. Some of the finest girls that I've been with was that was were oh, some dancers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I don't even know how. Like most people, none of my friends ever got to smash any of them, dude. I don't even know how it happened for me. Like. I just be, and like I said, I just field requests. Like I never even really tried. I just mm-hmm. pay money. And then like, I'd be at work. I spent like a grand on a girl last night and I'd be at work. And then I get a DM, like a Facebook message. Like first I get a request. I'm like, wait, she looked familiar. And then I, I get a message from a girl. They should be like, that was a lot of fun last night. You should come back tonight or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, that's good marketing. Right. But then like I go back the next night and she's like, give me your number. Like, I don't even really feel like dancing tonight. Like let's get out of here. And uh-huh. I'd be like, is this real life, dude? What? <laughs> Hell yes, dude. Like bad chicks. And then, yeah. Then it just, it's just a waste of time though. <laughs> like, yeah, well, there's a lot of emptiness girls. to it. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. literally, it's very similar to the Tinder thing. Right. It's like, you're just hooking up to like hook up. So I had to stop that. Cause I want to spend money on other stuff now. And I'm like, we're approaching 30. Like I got to find my wife. She's got to be out there soon. And I'm not going to find my wife in the strip club. So. Yeah, that's not a good start. Yeah, no. <laughs> not at all, dude. Not at all. Hell yeah, brother. So yeah, we're out here. Hell yeah, dude. I can't believe I just said all that shit on stream. This is really me. I wish I would have done a better, like, a little bit. It's not these impressions that you know people make off of everything we talk about. What are you talking about? You're just being honest, man. Yeah. Here, here's a good rule of advice for you. I just let Spe- it rip. Well, speak your truth because then no one can use your truth against you. Yeah, that's the truth. You know? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't sweat it, man. I don't feel like he's saying anything too crazy. Me either. You know? I just said real life shit. That's really sure. how it is. And that's is. the point and of I the bet podcast. A lot of people are the same way. Um, you just got to live and learn, dude. Yeah. You'll, you'll learn what's right for you. 
um, and what you shouldn't do. That's why I don't do that anymore. Like it was a learning experience. I was young and stupid and I had fun, but I used to tell all like the real pretty dancers, like when, when they be on me and like sitting with us and shit. And then I'd see, look over by the ATM and I see like the super old dude, like sitting right next to the fucking ATM. It's right here. He's got a girl on his lap and he's like reaching his card over like this dude sitting in his chair. And I would be like, tell her like, don't ever let me be that guy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like right now tonight I'm having fun. But if I look like that, dude, I hope the girl looks me and tells me go the fuck home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want that to be my life. You know, that's just how I always look at everything. Like, yeah, man, just I like mean, work. I'll be at work and I'll look at like the 72 year old guy I'm working next to dude. And he's still working the same hours as me, like 60 plus hours a week. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to be 70 like still grinding super hard. Like, right. That's the motivation for me. For sure, dude. That's how I feel. Well, you're it. doing great. You've made huge strides. And uh how are we doing? You just gotta keep on pushing, dude. Yes, sir. You know? <laughs> I love it, dude. RMT. RMT. We got the car guy Sam out here. Uh tell the people where they can find you, dude. So on Instagram, um the car guy Sam. Facebook, I have the car guy Sam. Uh, Facebook page, definitely go follow that. Heck, if you'll leave me a review, Wakeham Auto Family is where you can find me and my car deals. Um, Wakeham.com. Shout out to Wakeham. That's free promo for them. Um, and then also Slam Beats TV. That's kind of my little podcast thing and my, well, more of a vlogging. That's my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Slam Beats TV. That's where I did all that. Um, so I have the handle for that on Twitter and um, Snapchat and everything like that. Definitely check me out, samcarnahan.com. But really, that's really it. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming by to the podcast, yeah. dude. Thank it's been God awesome. I got a piss. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's about playing. to be pissing hour, so Just it's about playing. time. No, I appreciate you, dude. Man, uh, I hope you stay safe, man. Out yeah, there. you too, Columbus, dude. man, I'm super excited for you. I appreciate you having me out here because who knows? When you're down in Columbus, I might never see you again. For sure. And like, well, I saw you message on the last episode, and I was like, well, shit, if the homie wants to come and do it i'd do a, a podcast for with Sam, sure so dude. i'm glad we got to chop it up heck yeah hopefully oh, yeah. we touched on some cool points i definitely think people can learn a t- thing or two from this yeah, episode you gotta learn a thing or two from us ha! all right much Big love y'all things. uh go browns yeah that's all i got <laughs> stay much love, safe y'all. out Bye. there 2021 will be better <laughs>